Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are here. It's a little taco Tuesday. It's a little, it's a little, what's another Tuesday one? The tacos are here. That's, okay, that's not a good one. The, the, okay, today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of taco ingredients. Okay. Okay, so that's All right. going with today, right out the gate. That's that's pretty easy. Yeah, well, I know what I like. Making the program go around today, producing this program. A Marie, A Marie, how are you? Welcome, oh, okay. welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, I like that. Oh, thanks. Happy to be here on Taco <laughs> Tuesday. Do any other days have a food? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Sunday has a fun day. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. The fun day is not a food. Mondays tend to be manic. Yeah. Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty that, Thursday. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not a food, but... W- Wednesdays bet. are... Hump for humping. For humping. Yeah, that's so correct. That's, that's what Wednesday mm-hmm. is. Which leaves... Uh, Friday is for the boys. Everyone knows that. And then uh, Saturday is, is for your lady. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You did it. And but, Sunday's for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He, well, football. NFL football. Oh, football as well. Okay. Speaking of Mark Littlebridge, Bridge will be joining us at 4.30. He put up a, just like, does any fandom in the whole world love list more than sports fandom? Oh, my gosh. Like, like if you're like, hey, let's talk about something, and everyone's immediately like, so rock and list. Roll. Rock and roll. Rock and roll loves list. Rock and roll loves list. Yeah. What's the top five left-handed bass players? Kurt Cobain? <laughs> it's the only left-handed anything. I can, was Jimi Hendrix left-handed? Jimmy was lefty. Paul McCartney's lefty. On Jimmy's deathbed, he Not said... Not bassists. Yeah, that's a good point. Jimmy said on his deathbed, if he could do it all over again, he played the piano. I thought that was kind of a tough thing. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Who knew? You did. You're right, I did. Yeah, you just I said just that. You, you, up, you yeah. knew. 100% I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing to me about list is I almost always hate all of them. I never look at a list and I'm like, that's how I would have done that. No matter who makes it, no matter what it's about, no matter where it's going. Never am I like, oh, that list is spot on. I think that's what I love about list. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show, Joel Luevano of Albuquerque Oddvark, says, uh-huh. French Friday. That doesn't make the list. It's not on the list. No. It's a good reach, though. I like it. It was a good try. Mark writes for Athlon Sports and been a scout forever, went to Iowa State, played in the league. He knows the game a little bit. But he put out a top 50. The uh, I'm going to tell you right now, the top is wrong. And then the bottom, I kind of get lost. Like, I'm not trying to be that guy right now. But once you get, like, outside top 20, what are we really talking about? And really, once you get outside of top 10. Well, there's so many damn players in the NFL. I'm going to give you the number 20. 53-man roster. 
Number 20. 30 teams. It's so many players. So I think top 50 is legit. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, if you this want. is a legit article. Number 20 on his list is Derrick Henry, just to give you an example. You're going to tell me there's 19 guys better than Derrick Henry? He's going to tell us. He's going to tell us. We'll do that at 4.30. Mark Lillibridge will be joining us. Congratu- hey, I'm pro-labor. I know we talk about this a lot. I'm the most pro-labor guy you'll ever meet. Doesn't matter the scenario. Not a cesarean guy? Yeah, what is that? Hmm? Cesarean section? Oh, like the target? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That section. I don't go to that section. Oh, okay. So today, ninety-nine percent of Dodger Stadium workers voted to go on strike. Good. What? There's an All-Star game in like three days. Like we that's, can't, we can't be having a strike right now. That's the leverage. What's the leverage? There's about to be an All-Star game. How do you get? And money? it has to go perfectly, or it will ruin it for Dodger Stadium and Albert Pujols. So, well, hmm. more of a Miggy guy, but whatever. How do you get 99% of anyone to do anything? This is absurd to me. I think 99% of people want more money and better benefits. I didn't think it was that hard. Dog. I think 90- Amazons and Starbucks all across the nation are going to argue with you right now. Oh, because that's a little more underhanded. That's yeah. what I'm saying this is underhanded. This is all I think there's stuff. a little more trickery going involved in the... Uh, the Amazon and the Starbucks. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Jimmy, don't call me Hoffa Hendricks, is mm-hmm. buried underneath Dodger Stadium. I don't know if you know that. That's how mob this is. None of that is true, but I, I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> I believe it's Jimmy Hoffa. Oh. And, and uh, Giant Stadium. Well, all this could be true, but. Two stadiums ago, I think. So allegedly, the oh, ghost allegedly. of Jimmy Hendricks has arranged this strike for Dodgers employees. 1,500 of them. 1,500. So 1,450 of them said, yeah, we're in. What? There's that's, no way. That's not 90 99%, but that's still really close. It you seemed got, like it got, was close. You got really close, man. That's so crazy to me. And also, like, how do you, how do you get all these people to, like, vote? Like, right now, I'm afraid of every email they send me here at work because it's a fake phishing scam thing. Like, how do you get all these employees just to vote? And that's why I tell my bosses, that's why I don't open any of my emails. Yeah, can't chance it. Yeah, it's for you guys, yeah. not me. I don't want to take the refresher class. 99%. You know, I mean, if I was in a labor union, you vote to strike, right? Like, you want more benefits. You want more money. You need your fair shake. Mm-hmm. All-star games coming up. What better time to lean into them? Hey, that's a good point. Spotlight's never brighter, right? Yeah. And you know a lot of these employees... These are like, hey, I grew up in the L.A. area. This was my first job, slinging ice cream. You know, I've been here 30 years, now I sling beer. You know, it's like, this is my whole career. They do this. They work for the Angels, too. They work for the Lakers. They work for the Clippers. You know, both football teams, whatever. They go around, they just do them all. Like, their first marriage, they get engaged at the ballpark. Their second marriage, they get engaged at the other ballpark. Mm-hmm. You know, they do the whole thing. How much do you, make, do you think they make an hour? With tips? We'll never know. It's all brown bag stuff. Uh-huh. You know what, though? On now paper, that, $20 an hour. Now that everything's cashless, I don't think you make off as well as you used to. No. No. And that's all, like, weird stuff. Like, when your baseball diamond is named after, like, a credit union or a bank, and they're like, oh, we're cashless all of a sudden. <laughs> that's not for safety. <laughs> there was a, a guy on uh, Reddit today who apparently works at Dodger Stadium. He's like, yeah, we're totally striking. This was yesterday before the official news came out. He's like, we're totally striking the All-Star game. If you want the hookup, 
the day before the All-Star game, come meet me in section whatever. Yeah. I'll, hook, I'll give you free beer. I said, like, okay. I had the hookup guy when I was in St. Louis, section 153, right there down the third baseline. You know 153 guy? Uh, Whoa. Right there in the corner. I don't know his name. He's a good dude. Good brother. And he, you go and buy one beer, whatever it costs. What's a beer cost? 12 bucks, 13 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Then he'd refill it for you five bucks every time cash. Sweet. And you just, you, like, you leave yelling at Sammy Sosa. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, I'm feeling real good right now. Sammy! Little did he know what he's done for the fan base. He started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, mayonnaise is not a taco ingredient that will not make today's I-9 varsity of taco ingredients. Why not? Sounds like something you would say. That's With a sense. What's the little chopped up tomatoes that go in fake Velveeta cheese? Rotella? Yeah. That didn't count either. I'm talking like legit taco ingredients. What, were, what are you two talking about? Tiny fake tomatoes that go in... Amory, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What did you Rot- say? It's Rotella. Are you familiar with the brick? Rotel? Rotel. Oh, yeah. It's just like pre-chopped tomatoes? Rotella? I thought it was Rotella. I also wouldn't know. I'm not it's from R- her. R-O-T-E-L, Rotel. Have you seen a brick of Velveeta cheese? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you smear it on the top, Rotella. And then you put <laughs> no, it No, it's Rotel. It's Rotel. Still. Yeah, yeah Rotella. And I- you smear it on the top. My bad. And then you put it in the microwave, <sighs> and it's like the Titanic sinking, and then you have- like a festive party dip. Oh my god, you're so Anglo. That's how you make cheese dip. Is that not correct? Ugh. Oh, do you put like a shredded chicken in there too? Smart. <laughs> not flake, fake plastic tomatoes. Whatever you describe them, it's Rotel. It's just chopped tomatoes and like really mild chilies. When I see that at a taco bar, miss me with that. I'm not picking that one up. I don't I- eat. I don't eat fake cheese. Period. Oh, like a you. All right, I don't know what shape cheese is supposed to be in, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's not brick. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't come in a long rectangle. No. Hey, would you like one box of a cheese? No. Would you like a cheese you have to unwrap three times? Also, I'm familiar. No, man, just once. It's cheese. A slice of cheese to me, for some reason, is okay being square, but a brick of cheese is weird to me. Well, it depends on what angle you look at it. Keep going. Could be a square or a rectangle. Oh, I don't like that. If you see it coming at you, that thing's a square. But if you're looking at it from the side, it's a rectangle. They're just going to get scabs for this thing, right? The LA Dodgers? There's no way they're going to settle this union dispute in the course of one weekend and be back at it in time for the game. No way. Or they just like, it's self-serve for the All-Star game. It's just the honor system. They just, everybody is your Section 153 beer guy. <laughs> With that beer, you know the cups now that like fill from the bottom. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. So everyone just gets one of those when they walk in. Mm-hmm. You just go around. God, can you believe that? All star game canceled. Why? Was it a problem with the field? No. No, we just don't have any ticket takers. Yeah. <laughs> we. No one's here to let you in. And we don't trust you drunk sports fans to be on your best behavior without security and without concessions and without ushers and without beer pourers. Oh, there's there's no way I'm parking my car at Dodger Stadium if there's not someone there watching it. Oh, it's a Cholo free-for-all. It'll be a new record for just have Guinness there, too. Most vehicular break-ins in one day. All-Star game, 2022. Dodger, Los Angeles. Dodgers are at the Cardinals right now. But they don't have a home game until 
Make sure I got this right. July 21st. So it seems reasonable that this thing could be figured out by July 21st. I guess that makes Monday obtainable, right? I don't see why not. They better start working on it now. I bet it'll be something weird. I bet it won't even be the Dodgers that figure it out. It'll be like MLBPA will come in and flip the bill, like bridge it for like one weekend. And then the Dodgers have to figure it out. There'll be like a hero in this whole thing. But also I think everything's going to work. neutral arbitrator will step in and bridge it to the second half of the season. And then we just do it again, right? You're not striking just the All-Star game and go back to work. If you said, we're just going to strike for one day, you say, whatever. We're not going to do anything you want. You're going to be right back the next day. But they're going to strike starting the All-Star game and going forward. That's a big deal. That's a lot of revenue. And the Dodgers, with their giant payroll, they need every dollar they can get. You know what's interesting about you saying about that giant payroll is the disparity in Los Angeles from like people who attend the front row of L.A. Dodgers games versus people who work L.A. Dodgers games is a world of difference that we don't see here in Albuquerque. Like we don't see that kind of disparity. So if you if you're right now like stadium employee, stadium fans don't get it. Like they don't know the hardship that the last several years including not playing baseball has been. Like that's like a weird one. You're not going to get the support that you think you should be getting. The support that you would get like here. You make a good point. You make a good point. And I know the unemployment's so bad in California right now, the scabs are just going to be lined up. Super lined up. Yeah. There's going to be zero honor. There's going to be zero respect for the concessions union. Mm-hmm. People are so desperate for a gig, they're just going to be like, so? Whatever. Well, and I don't thing- need health insurance. I need this $20 an hour. Well, and that's the thing. On the like official statement from like the... 495 unionized employees or whatever it is, 1,495. They don't have like a demands list. It feels a very Occupy Wall Street. Uh, you know, it's just us like, we all want to. D- noted. Got it. We cool, recognize, cool, cool. Yeah, we recognize that. But What why? will make you want to? Yeah, but what do we got to do to get back there? What's your why? And again, I am very pro-labor. Yeah. But you got to have your stuff together. And if your plan is to go on strike and give away all the beer if you come down to the stadium the night before, <laughs> that's not the organization that I need, which is what leads me to believe that it's not 99%, that this is just like a bogus like show of, of unionship when it's not that at all. I'm in. I'm in, in the ideal. I just, I'm telling you, the, the practice is, is not going to be there. Yeah, what's your demands? What do you want? You just want a day off? Just say you want a day off. Say you want a day off. So we want scabs to work the all-star game, then we're back on our normal schedule. Hey, also, I don't run a local, so I don't know if this is, like, the formula. If the formula is, like, just blow it up and put it on all the news outlets and get a ton of negative attention, and then tomorrow we ask, cool, follow the formula. Because I'm telling you, I don't know. But I do know that, like, in proper negotiation, you say, if you give me A+, and then they offer F, and you settle at B, then you win. Correct. That's a negotiation. Just go do it. Right. Does the All-Star game go off without a hitch? I mean, that's the million-dollar question right. right there. 
because this local is the same one that does hotels. It does like uh, amusement parks. It does restaurants. It does all that stuff. I mean, they. You would think they got the guys to make it happen. You would think. Well, almost fifteen hundred people is enough to listen to. That's enough to push the meter. Doug, it's like little stuff. You know how hard it would be. Well, by I mean, the labor pool is different in Southern California than it is here in Albuquerque. Higher. What if you don't even need all fifteen hundred, right, for the game? Probably not. You no. probably rotate those through. Sure. What's the real number? Five hundred, ish. Yeah. And like, I recognize that the Dodgers have a clubhouse manager, but he has a whatever this new local is assistant that he's going to need. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you don't get those guys. And if you do go across that, you're not you're no longer part of the ninety nine percent. This whole thing's bogus. See, I assume all the under the tunnel stuff is separate. It could very well be. I, I assume. But the guy watching the tunnel door. Correct. Yeah. And then everybody else above him. Hey, if I know I'm only working one day and Fred Slow comes up to me visiting the All-Star game and is like, homeboy, I got two Ben Franklins here that say you let me in the door. Mm-hmm. He says, I did not even see you, friend. Who are you talking about? Yeah. And you're hard to miss. He still didn't even see you. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> Come back, talk a little NBA. Adam Silver's on one, which I like. We'll return to baseball in a little bit. Hit on Albert Poles being in the home run derby, which I think is the best thing of all time due to my fandom and where it is based. Again, Mark Lowbridge joining us at 415. A. Marie's making the show go around today. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of Taco Ingredients. We'll do that at 615. Sush, get back to you yet? Let me see. Josh Sushan will be joining us at some point in this program. He's a busy cat. When he's out west, it's like a whole other time thing. He's actually behind us in time. He might not even be out of bed yet. I don't even know. How does that even work? Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. In this upcoming weekend, Van, you know I'm out of town. I'm up in Colorado. I'm taking New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka all the way up there with me. Don't think I'm not. Noise. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. I think I hate Maroon 5. I'm indifferent to Maroon 5. I neither like or dislike them. I think it's some of the worst butt rock I've ever heard. Butt rock? How else would you describe it? Does that make it the opposite of 80s cock rock? Yeah. Okay. Um, A pile of slightly non-offensive garbage? Mine is more catchy. Yeah? Yeah. Amory, how would you describe... My little wordy. How would you describe Maroon 5? Like, what, what genre would you put that in? Pop? I don't know. I think pop's good. So I think that's the difference. Mm. So not butt rock? You think all pop is good? To get popular, it usually has to be good. From the live chat, careful with A. Marie on the program. She leaves ghosts in the studio. Don't know what that means. No clue. Oh, my goodness. Ghosts? Were you were you recasting the Ghostbusters remake with mm-hmm. the ladies? Is that what nah. was, you would do good at that? I, thank you. That'd be a good one. Do oh, you, I know what he's referring to. You think A. Marie would? What be did a I? Good? What did I? What did I do? We had a scheduling conflict. The show after A. Marie produced, and you had to end up producing. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. Oh. There's a ghost in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you think? So, a. so Marie- don't don't do that again, A. Marie. <laughs> okay. Noted.
Hey, Marie, you're here, you're here tomorrow. I'm here with Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Thursday. The ghosts, producers are floating around this week. Do you think in the new Ghostbusters movie that Amory would have made a good Slimer? Slimer, no sliming? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Just in the middle of like a, pull a little ghost microphone, do a little stand-up bit. Like in front. I would die laughing. Slimer was mute, right? He was like nonverbal. Yeah. Yeah. What's the deal with all these jetpacks? I'm just trying to roam the halls, and I get shocked by a guy in a in a brown onesie. Why are they crossing the streams? And they're just trying to put me in this little box. <laughs> Did you watch the new Ghostbusters? It's terrible. The one with yes. Paul Rudd? Did you watch it, Amory? Yes. And what's your strong opinion on it? Um, I like the... I like the people in the movie, but I didn't really like it. I like agreed. I thought the sentiment was there. Good in principle, bad in practice. Oh, that's a shame. That's how I feel. I'm a big Paul Rudd guy. I'm sorry he ruined it. So we've had this talk about Paul Rudd. Okay. Like, aside from Marvel, which he's brilliant, once he stopped doing Judd Apatow, he was terrible. He hasn't done anything good outside of Marvel. Marvel's been very good. That's all I know him from is... Judd Apatow and Marvel. No, this this Ghostbusters thing's a prime example. Oh, well, I haven't seen it yet. I did, with our Marvel conversation yesterday, yeah. I did catch up and watch Spider-Man last night. Oh, okay. Uh, right before I went to bed. It was above average. It wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be. It well, wasn't yeah. as great as the fandom. And then I watched half of Doctor Strange during lunch today while I was eating lunch. That is really interesting. Yeah. The multiverse one? I mean, I watched it. It was all right. Oh, that is great. So far. We'll see how it ends. It was all right. You don't like it because there's so many women in it. <laughs> That's your problem with it. There's way too many strong female leads. That was tough for me. Yeah. I know how you do with women in uh, positions of authority. Well, and just wait till you get to the end, and then like they all have to get bailed out by the man oh. at the end. It's like, it's like, what's the point of even building them up as strong, cool. empowered, like, like heroin leads. Have you, are you familiar with the phrase no spoilers? Instead of you just like telling me the spoiler. Oh, hey, you know what? I should have known that's the way it worked out. Because it's like real life. Because like women ruining yeah. everything and then the men having to bail them out. Hey, yeah. Maria, how do you feel about that? About about what? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so your best friend. Those are jokes, by the way. Allegedly. Your best friend, Adam Silver. Who's no best friend? Nosferatu Jr. My yes. best friend? Yeah, everyone in this room except for me. He's doing the uh, like Q&A thing or whatever today. He's like, They're like, how do you feel about load management? He's like, nothing more frustrating in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. He says, quote, there's nothing more frustrating also for our fans than, that's not a very good copy and paste, there's nothing more frustrating for our fans than having players, frankly, who aren't injured following some program scheduled for rest. Sure. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, looking, you know. I'm looking at you, RC, talking about the Spurs executive leader, RC Buford. You started this all. That was, that was like 10 years ago. You know who else doesn't like giving their slaves days off? Yeah, that's right. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Do you remember that game? It was like you should just you should be happy that you're here. Work hard every day. You know how lo- just sing a song on the sideline, guys. It'll get you through the day. 
You remember that game? What it sounds like to me. With the heat and I guess what I'm in San Antonio. It was like a Thursday night like feature game or something. And then San Antonio was like, Ginobili, Parker, Duncan, don't even go to Miami. Just go home. Yeah. It's the last of our East Coast road trip. Good. You get a day early. Good. We got a bunch of... And then if you also remember, the Spurs almost won that game. It was like a whole ordeal, but I think Ray Allen was like saving the day at the very end. You know how long ago that was? LeBron played there. <laughs> like, this is still a conversation. LeBron said he hates load management because he doesn't want some little kid to spend all of his like lawn mowing money, go see him play, and he can't see LeBron James play. That sentiment I get. I get that. But just forcing players to play for the sake of the league, that is some master and slave stuff right there. Get days off. Don't go out and hurt yourself. You're not trying to injure yourself and and propel this career-ending injury because, oh, Adam Silver, the giant vampire, told me I had to play on Thursday in Milwaukee. No. Take a day off if you want a day off. From the texter, Van, you just don't get it because you didn't see Spider-Man in theaters and the crowd's reaction whenever all the Spider-Man showed up. Uh, that probably go. helped. Do you remember then the NBA was like, hey, Spurs, you can't just write down fake injuries to, for your guys to skip games. So then Greg Popovich was like, Tim Duncan, DMP, old. <laughs> You're like, they're like, we can't write that he's old. Yeah. So then they were like, Manu Ginobili, DMP, missing. <laughs> they're like... You can't just write the guys are missing. Yes. After 24 hours, you're supposed to call the authorities. Everyone knows that. Tim Duncan, DMP, sad because Manu Ginobili is missing. You're like, stop. Nice. Stop writing these down. Mark Littlebridge, after the break, we're going to talk about his Athlon Top 50. It's going to be a good little segment. We'll reach out to him. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Back on the program. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, first timer, Mark Lillibridge. Bridge, welcome, welcome to the show. Let's go. Uh, we had a new producer, so I had to press the button. Normally, I don't have to press Sorry. the button. Bridge, welcome hey. to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. Hey, so it's sports animal. Uh, that sounds awesome, by the way, but have we decided what animal it is? The, okay, tremendous question. All we, right. Yeah, we've been through this a lot of times. I believe it's okay. a wolf. Okay. Because of the logo, it, it's either fang marks or claw marks, and that to me screams wolf. It looks like claw marks to me. So we think okay. we think wolf bridge. Let's ask Amory. Amory, what is the sports animal animal? I, I was going to say wolf too as well. Maybe okay. lobo. Maybe a lobo, which is which that, is wolf. That would okay, that would that track. Would, that would, that would track. Yeah. Is a velociraptor an animal? Oh, that's what it is. That's one hundred percent it. Yeah. <laughs> NFL draft guru Mark Lowbridge joining us on the program. And uh, you put a top 50 out there that kind of turned the sports world upside down, my dude. Have you got a lot of response to this? I mean, enough. I think people think I'm nuts. Yes. Uh, more than probably anything else, which is fine. I mean, I think that's, if you know me long enough, I mean, that's a, there's, you know, there's a, there's a fine line between genius and crazy. And uh, I teeter on that um, very, very um yeah, very much. So I think it's it's been. I think one of the things I tried to do with it was, you know, I, t I took some insight. I called a lot of NFL guys that I knew, um, but again, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been involved in you know in football for over thirty years, and 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 having watched film and having you know seen these rankings, I think it's easy to always go with the popular guys, right? right. 
And I think that's where, like, pro football focus, you know, threw, threw a wrench in a lot of thinking because they actually had stats that backed up stuff. And so, you know, I, I, I went to my own expertise. I talked to some people I trust in the league that do it for a living. And then, you know, I used some places like pro football, you know, focus. I used pro football reference, and I looked at historical players and stats, and, and I tried to make something that was, you know, not maybe – a guy just because he's been good for ten years isn't just get get on it because he's been good. If he's, if I feel like there's a a slip or somewhere that maybe what he's going to do in 2023, that's what I try to go off of. And you know, I think it was pretty fun. I mean, I know it did shake it up a little bit. I know there's some people who thought I was just absolutely nuts, but I've had a lot of people say it was cool because it's different than just the standard. All right, let's just rank the most popular players. Every Rams fan that I know is in love with this list because you got three of them in the top ten, including Cooper Cup, Devontae, or excuse me, not Devontae, Jalen Ramsey, and Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald, you got number one on your top fifty. Is I mean, is is that recency bias, Mark? Is that hey, they won the most, so they got they must have the best players? Or would these guys still be on the list on any team? Well, I mean, I I don't know if I need to honestly debate any of those. I mean, Aaron Donald is the best player in the country right. and maybe in the world, and he's one of the greatest that's ever you know, stepped on a football field. So I'm completely comfortable with where Aaron Donald is. Cooper Cup is the, you know, I, it's funny because he's not even my top-ranked receiver. So it's, you know, for me, I put Devonta Adams ahead of him, but, I mean, that, and that was hard to do. It was almost blasphemous, and I wrote that in when I actually did the write-ups. You have a guy that had the triple, you know, uh, led in receiving touchdowns and yards or in receptions, and yet here he is, he's the number two receiver. And then Jalen Ramsey, I mean, he could be the he's your top corner um, outside, but he's also the best slot corner in the game. Now, I didn't rank him as a slot corner because I wanted to do it different. I wanted to kind of change it up and do one of each. And so I made Mike Hilton the top uh, slot corner. But it's just that's how it goes. Um, with it, but I think they're just—they're all the best at their positions, or are near the top of their positions, and so that's why they got that those rankings. That has nothing to do with the Super Bowl win. I mean, I think they—they they paid for that Super Bowl win by going to get, you know, Matthew Stafford, and uh, I don't know if he's even in the top fifty. So I agree with you that Aaron Donald is above and beyond the best player in the NFL. What he can do to disrupt an offensive line and an offensive game plan is just an absolute game changer. What do you tell NFL fan who's like, there's no way a defensive lineman's the best player in the NFL? Well, I mean, they can just turn on the Super Bowl or watch any game. <laughs> if, any, if you're a true fan, and that's the hard part. Because this is, it would be easy for me to have written an article and to be able to rank if I just used fantasy football stats. Hmm. Um, then it would be, it'd be super easy. Because that's what everybody watches the ball. But the best thing about football and the true football lovers, if you watch offensive line play or defensive line play and you study what they, these guys do, you understand that Aaron Donald, I mean, when you have the best offensive lineman in the country, they're telling you, okay, that's the best dude. Like, that dude's just different than everybody else. I'll take their word over it. They're the ones have to. They get paid to try to block the guy. Uh, I'll take their word over it. You know, over any any casual fan. So I think most people, if you if you study the game or you've been around football, I think it's pretty it's pretty easy to see why Aaron Donald is ranked as high as he is. Mark Lobo joining us on the program, the bridge. 
uh, Bleacher Report and Sporting News and Sports Illustrated everywhere. Anywhere that accepts contact, Mark has has provided it to him and does it at a high level. I'm looking at your list. I think the best player on your list, and just hear me out here, is Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor, the running back for the Colts, is is going to be the MVP next season. I don't trust any quarterback situation up there. If he can stay healthy, he does that thing. Is running back just lost so much value at this point, Mark, that it's hard to put them even in a top five conversation? Well, I think it's it's great you say that, but I mean, because I got hammered because I had him ahead of Derrick Henry, and people mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, you're just knocking Derrick Henry because he was hurt for a year." Oh, I mean, and so I, I think it's one of those situations where it's. I agree. I mean, that's why I think Jonathan Taylor has produced back to back years. I think that he is as good as there is. I think there was a case could be made that he should have won the MVP this year uh, over Aaron Rodgers. But I do think you're right. I do think there's a bias toward running backs. I do think you're going to have to have a Ladanian Tomlinson type year uh, where you're going to have to have you know just. You know, 25, 30, you know, touchdowns through the air and, uh, you know, on the ground. I think you're going to have to rush for 2,000 yards and probably add close to 750, 800. You know, maybe you're, you're going to be, you're going to be pretty close to 3,000, you know, all purpose yards for you to win it. You got Devontae Adams ranked above Cooper Cup, who had the triple crown last year. You don't see a big drop off coming for Devontae Adams when he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball, I'm guessing. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think he's – I think he's as good as there is. I mean, he's the best route runner in the game. Um, he can take the top off any defense. He's a great vertical threat. I think he's, I think he's the, the best out there. And I think I, – and I, that's the other part, though, is I love Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is – you know, he's the MVP. I'd have him number two. And I think he's a, you know, a future Hall of Famer. But – Derek Carr is a really, really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I just think a lot of people haven't given him the credit that he deserves. He's been under a lot of offensive coordinators, been under a lot of different head coaches, a lot of different offensive schemes. I really think now that he has all these weapons, I mean, you got, you got a great defense, but now you got Darren Waller. You have, uh, you know, now you got Devontae, uh, Jacobs in the backfield. I just really think that this is a team that is really going to, and they had to, they had to load up because the AFC West is so loaded. I think it's going to be a really, really tight race. And I think Derek Carr is going to put up some great numbers, especially having uh, Devontae Adams. Mark, I want to pivot just a little bit away from the list and kind of ask you a professional question. So obviously, you identify a lot of different ways, right? Like a, a scout and the XFL stuff and player and collegially. And we're going to talk later in this program about RG3 taking over for Randy Moss on the pregame for Monday Night Football. What is the point where athlete like identifies differently than athlete? What is the point where it's no longer bridge the football player, it's bridge the analysis or bridge the front office guy? Does that ever truly happen? I mean, for me, because I wasn't very good of a player, it wasn't really that hard. <laughs> um, but I think for like a Ryan Clark or or some of these guys, you know, maybe maybe you got uh, uh, you know McFadden or some of these guys that have made the move, you know, Booger McFarland, not McFadden, and some of these guys, you know, that I think it's, it takes a little bit because you're still friends. You have a lot of guys that play. I think you kind of got to get through a cycle of some of your teammates. And once you kind of get through some of those, unless, of course, your teammate was Tom Brady because he'll never retire. Right. And so there's going to be, you know, generations of guys that will are, are going to be, you know, uh, covered by him. But I, I think it's one of those things where I think that change comes, you know, probably, I don't know, maybe five, six years out of it. And when you kind of aren't, when you put on a different set of glasses, and I think guys will kind of accept you a little bit different um, than they do, you know, as that player. But I don't know if that, I think it's a tough change. I think it's a, that transition is always hard because you go from a locker room where you can do and say pretty much anything and, and there's, there's really no PC 
to then outside of a locker room where you have to be, you know, corporate. And, and that's tough for a lot of guys to make that transition. Mark Littlebridge joining us on the program. Offensive linemen are going to love your list. They are well represented on your top 50. Can you talk to the passive football fan right now and let them know exactly how important the offensive line is to the modern game of football? Okay, I'm going to qualify this by saying I am the father of an offensive lineman. There you go. Uh, a collegiate offensive lineman, so I, I do love them. But I will say this, as, as someone who scouted the game, um, you, don't win, you don't win without a quarterback, and then you don't win without a good offensive line. And you got to have two tackles nowadays with edge rushers. You have to have guys that can bring it all the time. I think you have to be able to. Uh, I think you have to be able to, um, you know, block those guys, block the speed guys, and so you can you can find some. I think you have to have athletic guards in the center, um, especially with the way the game is. If you have a quarterback and get the ball out of his hands, but a lot of these quarterbacks hold the ball. You know, you watch Mahomes, you watch Rodgers, you watch some of these guys that that get, you know hold the ball a little bit. You got to have an offensive line that can can dance with those guys, and and so that's why I give them credit. I think you have to be. You're talking about guys that are six five, six six, uh, you know, three hundred plus pounds that can move their feet like dancing bears. And so I know how hard that is, and you're doing it going backwards. You know, these guys get the defensive line get a, a running start. You got to do it going backwards. That's impressive to me, and that's why I, I have them represented so well. Not only are the offensive linemen well represented, you have Trent Williams as your third best player in all of football, ahead of names like Jalen Ramsey, Devontae Adams, T.J. Watt, Cooper Cup, Fred's boy, Jonathan Taylor. Can you describe how above and beyond Trent Williams is above his peers? It's, it's, he's just a different dude, man. I mean, there's just like, – God only made a certain amount of human beings that big to walk this planet – and he's one of them, but it's it's not even how just long he is as far as arms and legs. He is a freaky athlete. I mean, there's videos of him out there where he's jumping up on 60-inch boxes, where he's doing, like, you know, flipping tires, all this, like, world's strongest man competition stuff, and he's making it look easy. And he's still doing it, you know, in his 30s. And so that's where I think it's, you know, he, he got a year off of football. You know, he went through all the stuff with the, quote-unquote, with the Washington team, now the Commanders. I mean, there's so many other things. And he still came back when he got to, when he got to the 49ers, and it was like, okay, I, he just wakes up and just dominates guys. And you know, just like I said, you know, when these offensive linemen, you know, these defense, there's some great deep pass rushers, man. We're in an era where you got Vaughn Miller, T.J. Watt, you know, Cameron Hayward, uh, you, you, they, they, the list goes on and on. Aaron Donald. I mean, these guys are, are great pass rushers. And then you have to have legit offensive linemen, and he makes those really good players. He makes the Bosa brothers, and he makes, you know, the, the guys that you think are the elite of the elite, he makes them look like he's college in their you know, high school. And, that, and that's a rare, rare deal. And so that's why I give him so much credit. And if I was building a team, I'm not so sure I might not make him – my number one pick overall, and then you know, do the rest around that. I think I could find a quarterback later. Um, you know, unless the only other guy maybe would be Aaron Donald. All right, Bridge. Last one before we cut you loose. I'm gonna give you a pack. You tell me who pulls away from him in their career. Herbert, Burrow, Allen. Which one pulls away? Burrow. Yeah, I think so too. Hey, he's unreal. And, 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 and I'm qualifying this, too. I've known Joey since he's a kid. I mean, I played for his dad. His dad was my defensive coordinator. So I've seen the kid, and I know what he went through. And I know that, I mean, the crazy part about it, which a lot of people don't know, when he was transferring from Ohio State, it was he was really dedicated. It was He was going to Cincinnati. I mean, he was going to go be play for the Bearcats and Luke Fickle. 
and it was last minute that he got the LSU deal. And so that turned, you know, and it wasn't, and it wasn't because they said, Hey, you're going to come in here and be the starter. It was because Ed Orgeron said, I'm going to let you come in here and compete. And so he said, I wanted that. I don't want to just be the guy. I want to go compete somewhere. And he did. I mean, he had a, uh, average first year, and then he went and became, you know, one maybe one of the besides Cam Newton, maybe one of the greatest statistical seasons any college quarterback has ever had. And you know, first pick overall, Heisman, national champion. Um, you know, it, it, the list goes on and on. And now he's a, you know, in the Super Bowl, uh, his sophomore year. So I think it's just, I think he has it. Do I think Josh Allen's talent is is incredible? Justin Herbert, completely. I was completely wrong on him. I missed. I just didn't think his personality was going to click in an NFL locker room. And it, I don't know what happened from his junior, from his time at Oregon to what he got to the Chargers. But he's a different dude, man. I mean, he just is awesome. And so I think it's going to be what's cool is that there's been we've had some busts, right? Like we've had the the Christian Ponders, the Blake Broyles, you know, some of these guys where we thought these big classes of five, six quarterbacks drafted, and they, none of them really panned out. And then I've got like I feel like there's just this group of young quarterbacks, like a two three year window where we just have had some studs, and that makes this game great. And that's why it's going to be really fun to watch here for the next five ten years. Mark, thank you so very much. All right, guys. God bless, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for reaching out to me, too, man. That's pretty cool, and, and congratulations out there on your uh, whatever wolf show. It's a world of difference. From <laughs> It's interesting, Mark, because obviously a little inside baseball, but you know when we were both in St. Louis, I mean, there's protein, 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 and the Rams were there at the time, and it was just all this emphasis, and it's a whole different culture out here in the Southwest. College football is, is kind of the champion out here in college basketball, and and be able to just see that fandom at, at like a fanatic level is is just special and unique. Albuquerque does sports the right way. Yeah, well, that's like growing up in Iowa. I know all about it. There so we go. I appreciate you guys. God bless. Thanks, Cheers. Mark. Thanks, Mark. What a good dude. I know we ran a little long, eh, Marie? I'm sorry. It's okay. Hit us with all the commercials. We'll be right back for about 35 seconds. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Hey, Marie, how long we got? Two minutes, Turkish. All right. Okay, so so three minutes. We uh, what do you want to do? Just want to just want to pop a bag of popcorn for a second, or <laughs> I got a cute little story. Oh, yeah, you got a two minute drill in you? Let's yeah, go. I got a two Let's minute, go. a little two minute. So Sunshine, quarterback of the oh, Jacksonville Jaguars, okay. yeah. yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Sunshine did a, a sweet little thing over there in the Sunshine right. State. What did he do? He paid. Uh, the TRUE True Youth Football Organization. They do other sports as well. I guess they're the sister of our local favorite I nine. I, I doubt they're sisters, but well, there's no way they're as good. That's for sure. All right. But Trevor Lawrence paid for two years of participation fees for uh, all these young athletes. Oh, where's this place at? Is it in so, Chantilly, Virginia? Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of cool. Came together with Gatorade, made a donation for... Okay, of course he did. You know what, if he really meant it, he wouldn't even have said anything, Van. He would have just done it. This well, is, I mean, this I is clout chasing. He didn't really help anyone. He only helped his PR number, this, Van. This is uh, Jacksonville Times from the website News for Jacks. It's a Pop, uh, Warner, it's a Pop Warner League. It's not, it's not from... Trevor Lawrence's Facebook. It's a Pop Warner League fan. It's the so. news. Yeah, the news that he planted. Trevor Lawrence doesn't care about your kids. He just cares about his Q rating. 
Hey, you, want, you want to see if, where he hits between single moms age 16 to 25. Oh, he's trying to hop into Zach Wilson's market. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Wilson be like, 18 to 25? Sorry, little girls. Gold, golden girls only here. I'm Zach Wilson. He always says I'm Zach Wilson at the end of talking. Does anyone actually? Well, he tries to sound older, so he introduces himself yeah. as Zacharias. That's so smart. Uh-huh. Whenever he meets, like, ladies of a certain age, he's like, add me on AOL Instant Messenger. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh. He's like, I'm older than I look. I got the Benjamin Button disease, babes. But not everywhere. (laughs) Hey, good for Trevor Lawrence. It's so sweet. He just seems like a genuinely good dude. I agree. I like genuinely good dudes. I hate that he hates barbers. Yeah? That's weird to me. Maybe he's growing it out. Going to donate it to Locks of Love like I used to do. Five o'clock, when we get back, let's do our own top tens. Let's all jump in on that, top of the hour. I'm in. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, five o'clock, quitting time. Welcome to the show, y'all. I'm Fred Slow, alongside me, Van Nunley, making the show go around today. Hey, Marie. Hey, Marie. Well, double duty today? You do morning well, shows? Double duty, yeah. I sure did. I had an 8 a.m. this morning with... UNM met with UNM this morning about a project we're working on, and I got in the car to to go to the broadcast or whatever, and it was like I, obviously I turn you guys on first thing in the morning when I'm like jetting around town, and I got like a phone call, and I'm like who is calling me at eight a.m. No, before like I was oh. driving to my eight a.m. Oh, 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 got it was it. like seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I get this phone call, so no one related to the industry, and before I know it. I'm missing my exit on 25 because I'm so distracted by the phone call. I have to come back down. And if you've ever taken 25, like, south in the morning, this is unacceptable. (laughs) There's no accident. There's no radar. There's no anything. Why are you congested 25 on the way down? People don't know how to merge here. Figure it out. They don't. They will never. Well, I rode the left lane all the way down from Bernalillo, and I had to take the Montgomery-Montano exit, so I just jetted all the way across all four lanes at once. What? Grew up here. It's never going to change. How come you can't just figure it out, Albuquerque? Let me ask you a very important question. This goes to both of you. Have you ever been in a city or place that just has all excellent drivers? I don't think this exists. I think it's just universally bad drivers everywhere you go. Yeah. But don't you feel like in maybe like the Midwest or something, I'm not just saying this as a homer for you and half of of me, but uh, I feel like people, they can drive in any weather condition though. Like if it rains here, the whole city stops. I disagree. So I've been to like the South, like if you're in Georgia. So much traffic in Atlanta. There's so much in Atlanta. And if there's like even inclement anything, just wait. Just wait underneath a bridge. It's not safe. The shin, like a, the thinnest sheet of ice. Are you? You're, no, you're recommending being under a bridge in St. Louis as opposed to driving. Well, some, I think one of those are wildly more dangerous. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city you lived in. The city of angels. City of cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing top tens because we had uh, Mark Lillibridge on the program. He did top fifty. His top fifty, by the way. And there's not a lot you can argue with here. What? It's very strong work. No, you can tell that he. This is a list where I'm like, oh, I know he's smarter than me. 
Just that, like little, that's all I got from this list. Some insider information. There's not a lot that I'm like, oh well, that he just doesn't belong there at all. There's yeah. there's no spot that I can just argue and be like, oh, he's so super wrong. You know what else there isn't? Any Jets? <laughs> I mean, their new shirt that came out today is pretty awesome. A Jets shirt? Still? Yeah. Is it a Zach Wilson thing? Yeah. What is it? It says throwing bombs, banging moms. Oh, I saw that's a barstool thing. Yeah. That's the real thing? Yeah, yeah the Jet. Yeah, Jets. I don't barstool. think it's. I don't think it's going to be in the. Uh, NFL shop. No, no, not in the NFL <laughs> shop, but they yeah. released a jet shirt today through Barstool. Now, I'm not a guy who's like overly woke. I'm I believe I'm the correct amount of woke. Oh, okay. Thank you. I mean it just makes this... you kinda nice. Yeah. You're just kinda nice. I'm just baseline fairly nice. Yeah, you're just nice. Are bombs too sensitive right now? Oh man. I don't think they ever are. When you when you hundred percent know they're referring to sports. Yeah. If it's uh, implied that it's not, then I will agree with you. I don't think right now I would put out a shirt that's like shooting guns and having funs. Like I don't think that's a thing I would create in this social climate. Well, you need to go back to where I'm from and where you're from. You're going to see that a lot. <laughs> that's the shirt. Yeah. But also, what was the – so it was what? Throwing bombs and what? Banging moms. Banging moms. <sighs> I think they're only 20 bucks if you want to order one, Fred. I mean, between the three of us, we all have experience in this world. And, by the way, don't Google this phrase because it's – I don't think the Wi-Fi here is going to allow me to go to this website. Wait, hold on. What? Like, I just Googled throwing bombs and banging moms. Oh, the first thousand true results. <laughs> don't click on any of them. No. We'll definitely put barstool shirt. Okay, I found add, it. Or add, Zach Wilson. Add that to the search. Guys, I found it. Okay. They put the Jets logo on it, guys. Of course they did. <laughs> like, you can't. They're going to get you. You can't do that. Mm. You can't do that. I think Barstool can get away with it. No. Yeah, Barstool can get away with it. They're not They're not affiliated. Are you guys, do you what's guys the, know what's how the, copyright works? Trademarks? What's the Barstool's guy? What's his? Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy. There it is. Oh, he's a weird dude. So Dave Portnoy is like banned from the NFL anyways. So why does he care? He could just bring out all the spoof t-shirts. Well, he cares. Inappropriate spoof t-shirts. They already hate him. Don't give him like legal recourse. Don't do that. Is there legal recourse? Yeah, if you use the trademark of the NFL on a... Piece of merchandise. All those Yankee shirts you can buy outside Yankee stadiums, they don't have Yankees logo on them. They just have like phrases. Yeah. Like yeah. baseballisms. Maybe you could just like flip the S and Jets around. And you're like, well, it's different, isn't it? J E T backwards S S S. Uh huh. That's it. Hey, have you guys ever really looked into Dave Portnoy? I guess. Are you familiar with all this stuff? No, not at all. Oh, gosh. Is it, is it dark? It's bad. Oh, man. Okay. That's going to be on my list later. Yeah, put him on the list. I've met him. I met him at a Super Bowl in Houston, and they weren't allowed in to to Radio Row, so they got like the closest, like I don't know, bar patio thing that you could get in downtown Houston to whatever the name of the football right. convention center is down there, and they drew like a shut down the streets worth of people out. And I'm not talking game day; I'm talking like the Thursday before at a converted sand volleyball pit. And I'm like, this is cult stuff. I was like, some weird stuff's going to come out where all these weirdos are so into this, and wouldn't you know, Gawker put out an article late last fall that just breaks it all down for you. He's super weird. Weirdest okay. thing. Weirdest thing. 
I don't pay a lot of attention to it. I guess I will now. There's all right, let's use like the Super Bowl as an example. They let anyone in who's willing to give you attention. We got in. If there's a reason you're being pinpointed the NFL who allows the weirdest, worst people on the planet to be employed there. If they're like, Oh, you're a little too out there for us <laughs> then you're really out there. Well, I think they just had direct evidence of them calling out the NFL. It's bad publicity. Usually they say, you know, in showbiz, all, all pub is good pub. Not if you have a radio show dedicated to lambasting the NFL, its culture, its practices, its businesses. You're not going to let that guy in. Well, you're making a good point because when I was in St. Louis Talk Radio and I went to the Super Bowl, they wouldn't give us anyone. We couldn't get anyone from the NFL Network. We couldn't get players. We couldn't get the NFL because they knew that would be the program. So that's an excellent point. Yeah, Rob Porno. Protect the brand. Protect. You got to protect the brand, even if it's a bad, disgusting, historically evil brand. It's up there with WWE. Not quite there, but it's close. <laughs> Super gross stuff. We will get to those top tens right after the break. I promise. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I Nine. Starter days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits, and we enjoy New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka. It's ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. NFL scout, XFL director of player personnel, Mark Lillibridge joined us earlier. He did a top fifty. It's in Athlon Sports. When's the last time you bought a sports magazine? Magazine? Yeah. Man. Had to be a fantasy draft, right? Fantasy thing a couple yeah. years ago. I, Had to be. Yeah. So his top 50, I'm going to give you his number. I'm going to give you his top 10, okay? Okay. And the 50, by the way, it's got some names on it I wouldn't have seen, I thought. Your favorite player is probably Kyle Pitts, and he's on the top 50 list. Should be. Should be. Just by talent alone. His top 10 was Josh Allen, Micah Parsons. No. Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, T.J. Watt, no. Devontae Adams, Jalen Ramsey, Trent Williams, no. Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Donald, no. Okay, well, you're not going to like my list because it's pretty close. All right, A-Marie, you're in on this one. We're going to go 10-1. to 1. I'll lead with my number 10. Give me Dalvin Cook. Wow. Dalvin Cook to me. He's not even on my top 10. What? <laughs> He's the best player on Minnesota. Okay, but we did like a top 10, right? Yeah. Like, but I did all like a variety of positions. I gave me my favorite edge rusher, my favorite safety, I my lo- favorite receiver. You built a whole team. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's very erotic. Thank you. You're welcome. And I just got what I believe to be the top 10 players, period. And I based mine off Madden rankings, so it looks like we're going to do really well here. Okay, great. Give me Dalvin Cook. 92 speed, 92 agility, 74 catch, 95 elusiveness. Can't be beat as far as running backs go. Dalvin Cook is my top, is is my number ten. Our friend uh, Mark Lillibridge has Mark Andrews of the Ravens from CNC as, Music Factory as the number one tight end in the land, ranked thirteen. But coming in at number ten on my list is tight end Travis Kelsey. Oh, so okay. starting my. I'm in he's, on that. He's going to have a really prove it year this year. Mm-hmm. No Tyreek Hill. Yeah, what team's he on now? Uh, Dolphins. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got that. From the texter, moms need love too. 
Yeah. He's just filling a need. Hold on. Okay. Did we say anything about that? No, we did not combat no. that. We said the three of us are experienced in this exact category. I'm very, very experienced in the mom world. Hey, Marie. I'm not. <laughs> I know you all hope and wish probably in, or in some kind of weird way, but I have not. I mean. Just to let you all know. I mean, we I don't, don't want to get weird here. Yeah, we I know, know we're talking about yeah. Mark Andrews because he's in my top ten too, but. Okay. But he got a number ten. Oh, the phone lines are lighting up. That's what happens. Start talking lists. Yeah. Once people realize it's not Vital there, they're like, oh, it's time to call. Vital won't block us. <laughs> yeah. Slip slide in here. Hey, you want to you talk about offensive tackles? Best blocker in the league? Forget Trent Williams. It's Mike Vital. Oh, yeah. Not even close. I'll continue mine. We'll come back to A. Marie whenever okay. A. Marie is ready. Oh, A. Marie, you got one? What number are we on? Sorry. Still 10. We I need like your when friends with the show call. <laughs> <laughs> My number 10 is Miles Garrett. What? No. That's good. Yeah. No, that's good. I'm covered all positions. He plays defensive end? No, I'm saying I... <laughs> okay, I didn't start with defensive end. I'm saying I covered a bunch of different positions. Oh, my God. Friend of the show, Howard, please tell A. Marie why she's wrong. Well, Amory took her top ten hunks. That's what she did. <laughs> First of all, no, 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 no. I can see right through that. So you know, what? anyhow, um, do you just did wait? You say Micah Parsons? No. Well, yes, Micah Parsons. Nope. <laughs> well, didn't well, she say Miles Garrett? Anyway, two different threw, people. At, at that point in time, I threw my 1995 AM FM clock radio that I keep in my office so I can listen to you guys out the window. Mm, interesting. Thanks for joining us on the live stream, friend of the show, Howard. Hey, Howard. Well, you're going to love my number nine spot because it's exactly Micah Parsons. What? Yes. The best linebacker in football makes my top ten Thank list. Thank you. Comes Thank in at you. number the nine. The reason, Van Nunley. Thank you. That's what Thank they you. say about me. Oh, my God. He beats, he beats Chad Ososinko in one foot race, and you guys lose it. Lose it. Oh, my God. Best linebacker in football right now there, Mr. Slow. He, and your thinking is a little slow if you think differently. <laughs> he's, hey, he's the, he's, the, he's the circus organizer for the carny that is the Dallas Cowboys. He's the, he's the three-ring yeah. conductor. Still a good gig. It's not a bad gig. He's leading the show over there. Howard. Hey, Howard. Marie. I've got a little interesting tidbit for you, A. Marie. Oh, Last year, tidbit? I have a real good friend, a Minnesota Viking fan, so we bet hundred bucks on most wins of the, for the season. Ooh. Well, of course, I won that. Smart. Well, he's coming back at you me bet with against the Vikings, bet, and I think the Vikings are going to be good this year. Take no, double or nothing on that. Yeah. Take double or nothing all yeah. day. Take the Vikings this year. I, oh, yeah. I think the Vikings are going to be good this year, guys. But those top tens, those things, they don't mean a doggone thing. Except for ours. Except for ours. Donald is the best football player on the planet. It's true. Straight facts. He's my number one, if that makes a difference. (coughs) Who it is? Donald. Hey. He's not. Amory, let me defend your your nine spot here. Miles Garrett. No, I got That's my 10. Oh, your 10 is Miles Garrett. Yeah. Okay, let me defend your 10 hole. Miles Garrett is a wildly talented football player, regardless. But I like him sneaking in the top ten just by passion alone. Mm-hmm. He tried to kill a guy with the equipment he plays in. No, it, that guy can play on my team any day of the week. It was a guy who didn't have it coming, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, to Miles, he had it coming. He, if it was, a, if this was a, like a police cop movie, he'd be a loose cannon. And you have to take away his badge. Yeah, 
they did take away his badge, and he came back better. Oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Number nine for In me. The sequel. Pancho Karma himself, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's way too far down. He's got a 95 overall. Uh, speed is kind of mid-range, but his throw power of 93 and accuracy and awareness, both 95, put him uh, easily slotted at the number nine. I only picked one quarterback in my top ten. Well, that, most teams only have one. No, I'm saying out of two. my top ten. I, yeah, I'm just – it's not Aaron Rodgers. I picked Josh Allen, but – He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Does Madden add extra points for immunity for Aaron Rodgers, or is it just on the field stuff? Uh, he, they, he does have an inoculation bonus. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. What are we on now? You're on nine. Okay, not, I already gave my nine. It's Micah Parsons. Okay, so Amory is on nine. Oh, uh, I got uh, Mark Andrews. Who? That guy was already named? Damn. Tight end from the Ravens. See, I only think Mark Andrews is that good. But I had to pick a tight end, and that was my tight end choice. It's not even the best one. You know how, mm-hmm. you know how talented. You got Travis Kelsey. Greg Kittles is there. He likes the no, WWE. He, yeah, Greg Kittle. You mean George Kittle? Yes. Okay, well, also, he always is He's injury prone. I'm picking people what? who are solid and healthy. Only reason Mark Andrews is so good because Lamar Jackson can't hit anybody downfield, so he hits his tight end underneath, and he gets a thousand catches. I like him. I, I like sure, him too. I'm sure he's nice. I just, yeah. No, talented and handsome see. Travis. He's Kelsey. only good because there's never been a wide receiver in Baltimore. We have this talk all the time. <laughs> yeah. Not one time has there ever been a single guy in Baltimore. Their best guy was a guy named Hollywood, and then he left. I'm picking Mark Andrews as my tight end. Smart. I'm not mad at I it. I don't want to do all homers, so. Number eight is Tyreek Hill. It's not even close. Ooh. 96 overall. He's got a 90 catch. A lot of agility, but his speed's a 99. That means no one can catch him. Give me Tyreek Hill. In my eighth spot, I'm agreeing with uh, our dude Mark mm-hmm. that Josh Allen is the second best quarterback in football, <sighs> and he is the one of two quarterbacks in my top ten. In the eight hole, I got Josh Allen. And longtime listener, friend of the show, should not be surprised because I've been on this Josh Allen bandwagon for years now. Now it finally came to fruition. I just don't think that Jerry Allen is like as good as you think he is. Is it? And this is just for this upcoming season, right? GG Allen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, next up. Yeah. Okay, I just sure. want to make sure because like I'm thinking big one. picture. Okay. Just who do you got? What a- number? Amory's on the fly. She's like. She's like, I need more quarterbacks. <laughs> no, I have. But you're not happy when I pick defensive tackles and linebackers. You just picked a defensive tackle? No, no, I'm saying. Um, what number are we on? Eight. Eight. I got Xavier Howard. Ooh. Who? Safety Whoa. for the Dolphins. Whoa. I picked one at every position, I'm telling you. Okay. He's, I don't think the Dolphins even won a game last year. What are you talking about? Yes, did, they did. I'm not sure. Xavier Howard is a strong pick. That's a that's a NFL brain pick right Thank there. Thank you. Yeah. I that's, picked I told you I, I did a variety of positions. Is he is he the guy you're gonna put the earpiece in, like on the field? Like you got that kind of confidence in him, like he's calling plays out there kind of thing? Uh, Xavier Howard? Yeah. I believe in him. I think he's a really good safety. I think safety to me is such a – number one. It's my favorite position in football. It's the lowest paid position in football well, for a reason. It's my favorite. You don't need them. What are you talking about? You need cornerbacks. The most important position is wide receiver. That's a given. That's 100% Well, fact. now. Super wrong. What? Like Wide what you- receivers are a dime a dozen. You just need a really good quarterback to throw to the wide receiver. Oh, boy. They're like both. <laughs> uh-huh. you, you have to have both. Both but- is good. Since 2015, non-quarterbacks throwing passes have a 105 quarterback rating in the NFL, which explains to you how quarterback's not that hard, like anyone can do it. Ask Ronnie Brown. 
So if you put yeah, and and people who tickle strangers have a hundred percent chance of getting punched in the face. You can't you can't set the metric on something that hardly ever happens. All I have is the data in front of me. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not trying to overanalyze it. I feel like you're not even looking at anything. (laughs) (laughs) For people not watching the show. You're familiar with the brand. Yes. Mark Mark Lillibridge, to Mm -hmm. Amory's credit, has Xavian ranked 14th. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. From the live chat, I'd like to see a cornerback try to take on Derrick Henry running downhill. You need a good safety. Mm. That's an excellent point, actually. Mm. From the live chat... I love Vital, but absolutely, Amory is the best with the boys. Aww. What's that? Aww. Like, I mean, the texter? What do you, I don't know people's phone numbers. Yeah, oh, no, I thought you were reading the live. I don't know oh. what you're looking at. Hey, from 505. From Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> from Facebook. All right, give me Nick Chubb next. Nick Chubb is the best player on the Cleveland Browns. And everything about the next Cleveland Browns. Next to Miles Garrett. Just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Well, Nick Chubb never tried to kill a guy. We'll drop him a couple oh spots. Oh, my gosh. To our knowledge. <laughs> Allegedly. All right. This is where you put Christian McCaffrey, man? Uh, no, no, he didn't make it. I love him so much. But this, I do have a running back there. Oh, okay. Good job. Seventh on my list is uh, teen heartthrob and Colts running back, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah. He's my only running back in the top ten. He's unique. I He's my only running back in the top ten, too. All right. If I'm, a, if I'm a Colts fan and I watch my team just be a bunch of losers this year, and every play They're they were just gonna be losers. turning around and handing it to Jonathan Taylor, I'm screaming at my TV, my wife, or husband if I'm a Murray, the kids, the dogs, the neighbor's kids, I'm yelling at everyone. Every play, it's not a handoff to Jonathan Taylor. I hate to break it to you, but the Colts are going to actually be good this year. <laughs> Matt Ryan it- is going to get the Matt Stafford treatment this mm-hmm. year. He's going to get completely loaded all around him. Like drunk? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He has Just the hammer. weapons. He has a really yeah. good defensive line, offensive line. Yeah. The Colts are good all around. Yeah. Well, they're co- Coach Wright, I don't know. Well, look Sus. at the, the losers they had in there, like Carson Wentz last Oof. year. Is is Jim Caldwell involved he, in any way? He's a bad name to all gingers. I, I watch every Colts game now, married to the Colts. <clears throat> oh, now. that's right. Yeah, so they're in. my team-in-law, and so I watch them close, closely now. Okay. And they're going to be good. Yeah, they're going from the ghost of Philip Rivers <laughs> to Carson Wentz, yeah. the worst redhead in the history of redheads. This is all making sense. Do you use your husband's yeah. name on air? Yeah, Kyle. Okay. Well, I don't know. I didn't want. No, so, no, I appreciate it. All right. So Kyle's cool. It makes sense that Kyle is now in the best relationship of his life because he's been in this abusive relationship with the Colts forever. <laughs> oh yeah, and he's rough. just trying but to I've compensate been, with a, a Marie. Who's been in a more abusive relationship? <laughs> Me, the Vikings, or he, the Colts? Like, I definitely win the abusive. Okay, that's yeah. You're not wrong. I'm competitive. Yeah. It's been, the Colts had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Yeah, ninety. Oh, the Andrew, Vikings the have Andrews, just had the disappointment. Could have, shoulda, woulda. And the Vikings have never got to the climax. Like no. they'll tease you. Like no. in '98, they were like, "Yeah, they're um, like get worked." '98, 2001, 2009, oh, 2001. 2000. Yeah, yeah, the Giants. No, 2009 doesn't count. They're the whiskey yes, bee of does. football teams. Oh, no, 2009 was a fluke. <laughs> 2014, <Where's> 2017. <laughs> I, I mean, I, the list could go on. Where is Dante Culpepper today? Um, I love Dante Culpepper. Well, sure, He's but- chilling. On Twitter. He's got to be just hanging in the Twin Cities, right? That's his... He's loved there. He is apparently like the number one alum donator to UCF football. So there you go. That's so that, nice. That makes hmm. sense. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Also, was he drafted in the first round? He was. I don't think so. No? No, he was a little bit further down. I don't think so. I think he was. Did he ever start a game his rookie year? No. No, because uh, they, they had the they got her- Johnson? Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson was up there. Yes, sir. He was like the fourth best Johnson. Oh, no, he was in the first round. Yeah, I think he was. Oh, uh, 11th overall. That, to me, is a weird start to a career. Because you'll talk about Aaron Rodgers and be like, hey, this makes sense. You just let a guy wait. You just... The Vikings what? don't do that. No. We well, they do... did with Culpepper, though, and it kind of worked out for a minute. And then, then he when, didn't. When he was – by the way, I think the Vikings have the most arrest in the NFL over the last 20 years. They do. Okay. And Thank you, Sebastian Noel, for informing me. This nice. Friend of the show. And when Dante was there, like, I'm not saying he was involved in that stuff, but you, you have to at least be an enabler, right? You have to know that Rob Smith is doing weird stuff on the side. Uh he rented the boat for the boat sex party, oh, right? Uh, no, he didn't. He's an that enabler. Was, that was, no, he didn't. I know it wasn't Randall Cunningham. That's a stand-up guy right there. No, he wasn't. He didn't get the boat. Who was, whose name was it under? There were 17. There were 17 key players, including quarterback Dante Culpepper, Fred Smoot. First I, of, I first, I first said he didn't get the boat. I didn't say he wasn't on the boat. <laughs> it wasn't under his name. Hop on the bargey, boy. I think it was. Hey, you know what? Then he went to Miami after that or whatever. Hey, I know we got to go to the Raiders. Yeah, we got to go. But you know what I would do, Amory, right now? All right, I'm going to tell you what I would give for a scandal of this proportion right now. Because all the scandals that are going on are actually terrible and involve a ton of victims. What? What about Milfgate? All right, that one's sweet. That's so good. But you're very wrong. The Minnesota Vikings, like, like, boat bunker of sex was. About as entertaining as you can get as far as... God, and that was before Twitter, too. What a shame. Yes. Yeah. Insanely a shame. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. All right, breaking news. So on the commercial break, I pull up KRQE. Stephanie Chavez, how you doing? What's up? (laughs) Albuquerque is putting up Bronze statues of it. Make hopefully I got these names right. I've never watched Breaking Bad. They're putting up bronze statues of Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. Mm-hmm. Are these the main main ones? Two characters? Yes. You're correct. I thought it was the bad guy from Star Wars. <laughs> Have you ever watched? Did you ever try to watch it? No, I've never even. I I, I don't even know what the intro music sounds like. Oh, you should try to watch it, and it might be a little slow the first episode, but. It's good. Van, have you watched it? Oh, I love it. It's great. Yeah, I love good it. Show. That and Saul. Um Fred what's, what's Fred only Fred only watches Wrestling? WWE and Marvel movies. Like that's it. <laughs> that's literally it. There's, you're laughing, but that's not a punchline. No, no, no. It's seriously, that's all he watches. That's all I watch. And I think real life I saw Thor. I haven't seen it yet, no spoilers. I'm not I don't Going I don't weekend. do that by the way. I do. I know that's not good. I'm halfway through Doctor Strange, and Thor comes after the Doctor Strange one. That's correct. You're almost there. So I'm getting caught up. Real life statues of movie characters is weird to me. It's a TV show. That's I believe there's a movie, but slap me. Oh yeah, there 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 is a movie. I forgot about that movie. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what I'm saying. This is not culturally impactful. The Rocky Balboa statue is stupid. It is. I was going to say, but Breaking Bad. It is iconic here, though. Like, it really is. If right now we'd be like, who's the most famous Philadelphia athlete? 
Some friend of the show would be like Rocky Balboa. Not a real person. Not a real person. You meant to say Kobe. Have you ever been to Metropolis, Illinois? They have they have like the Christopher Reeves version of Superman there. It's like, but it's like a kid's destination. I think that's different to me. Uh, I, this is dumb for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Number one, these are fictional characters. Correct. Number two, these is they're meth dealers. You don't honor meth dealers. Yeah, not great. If it's like downtown or at the convention center, this is not a good idea. If it's in like the Albuquerque Film Museum, yeah, like that's a great idea. If it's a wax museum, yeah, great idea. Yes, you have to make sure yeah. that you know, make a very bold statement that is easily digestible. That you're not honoring methamphetamine dealers. Weird in a city and part of the country that has a really bad methamphetamine hey, problem. This statue is actually already up. Go drive up and down Central. You'll see it. Yeah, it's already there. A lot of impersonators. And I think it's because they're actual people, which is the weird part to me. You go to like Santa Rosa and you go to like the Charles Schultz Museum and there's like Charlie Brown and all that. I think I'm, in, I'm okay with that. I'm into that world. Cat and Hat Museum. But, the, but again, those are museums. Like this isn't just like, this is going in at Civic Plaza. Weird. Yeah. I mean, you got to make sure... That whoever comes to see this statue, you make it quite clear that this is what the TV show did for the city, and they're honoring the attention it brought to the city, not the attention it brings to methamphetamine dealers. Hey, Marie, are you trying to go to New York and see, like, a Carrie Bradshaw statue? <laughs> you bought that life? I mean... <laughs> yeah. you go to Miami and kidding. see the Scarface statue? Yeah, you want to do that? Is there a Scarface statue? Because I get, like... If you guys want, we'll road trip up to Seattle, and we'll see, like, a You Got Mail statue. And we'll be like, oh, this is nice. It's not nice. It's stupid. Okay, I can't find what, a Scarface statue. What do you, what do you think there should be statues of? Here? In general. Okay. I'm a big fan of Mount Rushmore. I think Mount Rushmore's cool. It's a good one. Yeah, so put that on the list. So presidents? Yeah. Hey, why don't we put out, like, Kit Carson would be cool. Kit Carson is, like, a huge part of New Mexico history. Where's his statue in Al Hurricane Plaza? Al Hurricane! I could go for Alphonse Hurricane. That's what I'm saying. He's got his own plaza. Give me that. He had a kid with the same name. Keeping that legacy going. Hey, speaking of kids, Billy, go ahead and give him a statue. Yeah, see, I'm not for murderers. Kit Carson killed a lot of people. Allegedly. Yeah, killed a lot of people, especially a lot of natives here. All right, that's a good Kit point. Carson might not be the best choice either. I'm just going with rich New Mexico history. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. Where's the Neil Patrick yeah. Harris statue? Why is it? Why is it not in the exhibit wing of the convention center? Exhibit, as in the rapper? Because exhibit Mexican? used to live here too. Something of that nature. Give me that. Isn't John Denver from Roswell? Put him on the list. Demi Moore's from Roswell. Hey, Roswell slaps. From the texter, people... Hey, shout out to Mike Judge. Where's the King of the Hill statue? Hey, legit, is there an Unzer statue anywhere? But they have a museum. They have so their you can own put museum. One in, you can put it at the museum. Yeah. All of them. Give all of them a statue. I just don't know. From the texter, um, Amory's take on the dolphins is loved, so that's good. A lot of dolphins love out there, huh? 
Is John Madden from New Mexico? I feel like he is. Freddie Prinze Jr.? Where's the Freddie Prinze Jr. statue? That's what I want. Breaking Bad. Where's the, uh, oh, what's his name? The author, Rodolfo Anaya. Where's the Rodolfo Anaya statue? Yeah. You know, you want to go to New Mexico adjacent? Where's the Selena statue? Can we do that? <laughs> Breaking Bad. All right, hon, let's go downtown. Um, stop in at Bourbon and Boots, obviously. Have a banger of a dinner. Catch the game. On our way back to the hotel, we'll stop at the Breaking Bad statue. You know people are going to love it. People come here to go to Old Town to the stores. They go on the Breaking Bad tours. See, Breaking- They go to the car wash. You, you wouldn't know any of this. That, that car wash got tore down. Breaking Bad tours are great because you just go see all the film locations. Oh, I love that. And be like, oh, I love this show. Look, there's the place from the show. That's perfect. But like people in the future... When Breaking Bad isn't as culturally relevant, they're going to be like, who are these guys? Yeah. Mommy, who's that? Oh, those are methamphetamine dealers, Susie. You know what there's not on the landing in St. Louis, Missouri, underneath the arch? A bronze statue of Nelly where he recorded a music video. Because that's not culturally relevant. Okay, well, maybe Nelly. <laughs> He'll get one. He will eventually get one. If he doesn't like, get caught up in some tragedy, he'll totally get bronze one. Bronze statues only belong outside of baseball stadiums. That's it. That's the only place where they're valid. And, like, please give me, like, a dynamic pose, too. I don't want, like, like arms behind your back, chest out. Like, I don't care about that. Let's grab a break. This top ten list will get done before the end of the day. I promise. The whole band sparks. They all get a statue. <laughs> George O'Keefe deserves one in Santa Fe? No, that's a stupid text. It's actually not that bad of a text. He just built a giant bronze flower that looks like a vagina two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal friend of the show ray ray welcome to the program how are you how you doing doing good brother what's up with you you got hot statue takes give them to us yeah i got a couple for you tommy mcdonald uh played for uh university of oklahoma in the 50s was part of that 53 game winning streak uh and then went on to philadelphia eagles was a hall of famer He's, He's from, from Roy, from Roy. yeah. Yeah, moved to, moved to uh, Albuquerque, played at Highland High School. And he played all over the NFL, it, too, right? Yeah, played for the Cowboys. Put him in. Put him, build a and, statue. I'm in. And then uh, Sam Donaldson from uh, ABC News. He's from Roswell. Did you mention him, Van? Did you say Sam Donaldson? I did not. Oh, okay. That's it. And he's got arguably the most iconic look. If you got someone really yeah. good who cast bronze, that one forever. <laughs> no. I'm running my fingers through that hair forever. Hey, but there's uh, also Jim Morrison. His dad was stationed out here. He was here when he was like 15 years old. And and there was they had a wreck out in the desert, and that's when he saw a, a vision of a Native American that's that changed true. his life. Heck yes. Yeah, that's a good one. And then but not Lonnie Jim Morrison, Dunn, the Native guy. Brooks and Dunn. Oh, that's a good one, too. The Morrison statue, I want to put in the desert, though. And I want it to be him and the vision together. It's like a, you know, like that weird, like, Prada store in the middle of Texas? Nowhere. It's Mm. like that one-room Prada store. That's what I want here in New Mexico. Somewhere. (laughs) On the way to Four Corners. And uh, Bob Dylan claims he was either born or lived in Gallup, New Mexico. Dude, that's one I haven't heard. So I didn't know yeah. that one. 
So I I don't think it's true. But think, that's what he claimed. I thought he was a time. Minnesota guy like you, Amory. I thought he was like a. That was my understanding. Also, I recently saw Bob Dylan in concert. Does not hold up. Does not hold up at oh, all. Man. Didn't play any of the hits. You guys know I was listening to hear very specific lyrics while I was there. He did not sing them. Yeah, did not no. hold up. He lost it a long time ago. He, yeah, and also this is a story I don't think I've told on air, but this uh, I was going to have Jacob Dylan on the show one time. This is years ago, and he stood me up for the interview. Like right before, oh so I've had a blood feud with the Dillons forever for no reason whatsoever. One headlight sucks. Well, he, he sold, <laughs> that was my first concert. He sold the rights to his music for uh, half a billion dollars. Good, good move. Smart. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. hey guys, great show. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Appreciate you. Good call. Hey, how how no one's called or texted saying perennial MVP candidate? Famed cheater and World Series champion Albuquerque's own Alex Bregman. You don't get a statue in your prime, dummy. Statues come post prime. I don't know what. That's a that's an obvious one. If you were to oh, because the- like maybe it might end poorly, or there's some like uh, some drama down the road later, some scandal maybe. Yeah, like a scandal bigger than like the sports biggest cheating scandal of all time. Something bigger than that. If you, after season four of Game of Thrones, built a Daenerys statue like downtown, oh, that's okay. a very poor decision after season seven. Hey, there's a lot of name changes. <laughs> a lot of Cersei's out there. A lot of name changes out there the way Game of Thrones ended. A lot of Daenerys's, a lot of Cersei's out there that changing their kids' names. You put an Urlacher statue up. This is from the live chat. Told you should have just called her Susie. Yeah. Urlacher. Put an Urlacher Kenny up. Thomas. Kenny Thomas, that's a good one. Mm. Any of big athletes from here? I don't hate any of those ideas. I still want to do exhibit, but instead of like a bronze statue, it's just a button you get to push and hear him laugh. Because exhibit has the best laugh in the history of the world. Like it's like, hey, when you're doing the Albuquerque tour, did you go hit the exhibit button? You just keep pressing it and he keeps laughing. That's a good one. It's the best one ever. You know who would deserve, you know who really deserves a statue? Just because their reaction to the statue would be the best. Dontrell Moore. You put up a sweet Dontrell Moore. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he'd he be dancing every day forever. He That dude has such a positive energy to everything that happens in the world. It's true. Put Dontrell Moore statue right in front of the stadium. I'm in. Whatever pose he's in, I'll recreate. We'll take a million photos. That's a great idea. Yeah, he's a stud. He's a stud as an athlete and a dude. I mean, especially the way college football's played now. Yeah. That record's going to stand forever. Ever, ever. He's going to be the leading rusher forever. Ever, ever. Isaiah Chavez put a statue out there. That's what I'm saying. Just go. Give everyone a statue. Are you talking about undefeated quarterback of the Lobos, Isaiah Chavez? Yes. He deserves one, too. Also, not Breaking Bad. Okay, you've seen Game of Thrones. Just watch Breaking Bad. What? Like, just watch it. It's a good show. It's it's too slow for Fred. I can tell you right now. It's like... It's like reading a book with your eyes. There's five seasons? Game of Thrones, there's like, how many are there in Game of Thrones? Yeah, but there's only like 10 episodes in a season. In this, there's probably 25. I think they're all 12 one-hour episode seasons. I think you should give it a try. Oh, my gosh. Hey, there's 62 total episodes. So I think... That's 62 hours, probably. Sixty-two episodes. I'm not good at watching TV shows. I'm not a big 
TV guy, TV show guy, but I have seen Breaking Bad. Uh, my idea was to just watch the last episode of all TV shows that I've never seen. Just the last you guys episode? Think a, you guys think it's a good idea? Yeah, duh. Five, right, it would take two days and 14 hours. I don't, you have to watch it with, in a with row. With without sleeping. Yeah, no, you can't watch it in a row. You got to take breaks. Hey, not if you take a bunch of meth. You could just you could just power right through all of them. I like that plan. Allegedly. Hey, also like this as far as why no. This thing is from two thousand eight. Hey, I'm not. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm not hey, gonna hey. start watching The Office right now, losers. From the text line, we missed the obvious answer, Fred. What's that? Star of TV and radio, <laughs> back to back to back. New Mexico Sports Caster of the Year. KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega statue. Duh. Duh. Save money on copper, too. Yeah. Also, it's not the first time you were like, Brandon Ortega wrecked it right now. Boom. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Okay, so we're getting a lot of feedback here. Got some good ones. Not in the headsets, but on the program. And I can't tell if people are for or against these Breaking Bad statues. Because we're getting a lot of recommendations for statues. And I think literally every single recommendation we've got is better than the actual Breaking Bad statues that are going up at the Civic Center. Correct. Now, hold on. Let me clarify. Okay. I think Breaking Bad statues are a great idea. What? If they're at some kind of Albuquerque or New Mexico film or theater museum something-ish. Yeah. But, like, just putting a statue of two meth dealers downtown is a poor idea. That's how I feel. Yes. But if they're at Explora for an exhibit, I'm in. Also exhibit. Right? Also exhibit. Also exhibit. Better option. The rapper. From the texter. Ride pimper. Homer Simpson has statues at Isotopes Park. You don't seem to have a problem. What? They're like, called the Isotopes. They're the Isotopes. That's From the Simpsons. This is literally what we're describing. Yes. They deserve to be there. They deserve to be there. Especially Marge. She's a saint. And Zach Wilson would be into her. Yeah, no doubt. Watch your back, Homer. Zach's coming. But for, I'm A. Marie right now. But Fred, you didn't watch it. You don't get the cultural relevancy. I don't think I sound like that, but <laughs> no. <laughs> I just, I just think you should give it a shot. It's a great show. That's not what we're saying. I'm currently in the middle of the wire. No, you're not. <laughs> the Wire, which is the only show that's better than Breaking Bad in the history of the world. Hey, I, I've. I got a couple good ones that I forgot about. Shut up. Are you being serious? I got a couple all more right, good ones. Go ahead. I can rattle off a few more. All right. I'm going to break them all down while they're better than Breaking Bad. 505-246-0610. Yeah. Hit, hit us up with some of your ideas. I think we nailed most of the big ones. Call or text the program. Yeah. Give us your New Mexican either person or or dealio. I'll put a Roadrunner statue downtown before okay. I'm Breaking Bad. I got one. Athlete. New Mexican. And native, okay. Not only native New Mexican, but Native American. Oh, Nota Begay the Third. Very good. That's way better That's than Walter. A super White. good answer. That's a really good one. When's that going up? I don't know. Soon, I hope. And here's what I'm saying. So if we get like Nota Begay, Brian, Early, what we do is we build like a garden a of park. them. Yeah, yeah, a park of statues. statues. Yeah. Put them, space them out around a walk around yeah. Tigway or something. Have any of us three been to the botanical gardens outside of the River of Lights in the last five years? I have. Not fair. You have a child in your life. <laughs> I went to a wedding there as well. 
That does that doesn't count. I go every year to the River of Lights. That's the one I go to. I love it. Yeah, but I do I go to the Botanical Gardens otherwise? I do at least once a year as well. Okay, you date on Tinder more than I do. That's true as well. I which by the way, I'm every man here in town. I'm basically every man. I don't go You're every man to the to the Botanical Gardens. Okay. But I would if there was I'll just go to the botanical gardens and hang out and like read under a big shady tree. Mm. It's just so nice. What? It's just so nice. No, you don't even. You don't think I can read? You don't even own a Kindle. Also, I came up with the statue I actually wanted. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Holly Holmes. Ah, see, that was going to be my next suggestion. Well done, Amory. And despite Philadelphia to spit in their stupid pasta eating faces, a real fighter. You give her the exact same pose as Rocky. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. That is not what you do. You do the statue of the mid-kick right when the oh, foot yes. smacks up against Ronda Rousey's mm-hmm. face. And you see her face wrinkled up and just wrapped around Holly Holmes' That's foot. very good. That's the statue. Unless, like, she doesn't sign off on it. Then, I mean, I'm not trying to embarrass anyone here. Where did this thing. Well, then you just do an artist depiction. That's what you do. It doesn't have to be the person. It's just like a cartoon S with some squiggly, confused eyes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That works. Yeah. yeah. Holly Holmes is a very good answer. It's a great answer. Build her a statue right now. Literally anything. What, is she the literally the best female boxer in the history of the sport? Correct. And like top five MMA fighter in the history of the sport. I'm, I should be honored. I'm above two meth dealers who are fictional characters. I just Googled Pride of New Mexico, and after you get through all the June stuff, it says Holly Holm. Okay. I got another Pride of New Mexico for you. How about... Such a good joke. Epic stand-up comedian and podcaster Mark Marin. Deal! Who has a huge following here. Where's he from? Here. Oh, I didn't even know that. From the city of Albuquerque. Put him on the list. I watched an interview with him and... uh, What's his name? Uh, Tom... Segura. Tom Segura. Yeah. And he had an Albuquerque shirt on. He's still representing to this day. Let's go Dukes. He comes in and visits family. He just it's like a, has a home here. These are all, are these from the texter or are these legit yours? Oh, these, all these new ones are mine. Let's see what else from the texter here. I don't know who Bo Diddley is. Is that a real thing? Bo Diddley's from here? If that's a fact, then he should be. The guitarist? Like yeah. the singer? Yes. Build him a statue. If Bo Diddley's from Albuquerque, he should have already had a statue. I'm assuming he's from Albuquerque. Why would you just say that if he wasn't? Yeah, I don't know. I get confused on a lot of things. We have to have letters to the editor for this show all the time. Yeah, look at this. Land of a chairman, Bo Diddley. Joining us on the program in front of the show, Rude Dog. Rude Dog, welcome. Hello, I have a name for you guys. We're uh, ready. A statue? Yep. Mike Smith. Mike Smith? Yes, the jockey. Yep, that's a very good oh, answer. excellent. And you would Thank save you. a lot. Thank you. He's you, family. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And you would save a lot in bronze. Yeah, you would save a lot of money on bronze. It'd be a smaller statue. Absolutely, yeah. right? Yeah. Unless you build the horse, too. <laughs> Rude Dog is like, he's like, right. Mike, Mike, I just started a petition for you. <laughs> We're going to get the statue up. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Rude Dog, you want to give us the link to the GoFundMe for the Mike? That's what we need. <laughs> It's oh, I'm dead. That's so funny. I, I'm gonna have to work on that. How many? Hey, didn't he, I'm. This is a real number, and I don't really know if I'm at like 30 Breeders' Cup championships or something, right? Like something ridiculous. 
I think it's 28. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Very you impressive. Were you were close. That's the one. And also, like, physically speaking, I'm the exact opposite of, like, a, of, like, a jockey. But the amount of, yeah, like, athletic. <laughs> yeah, the athleticism and, it's like, speaking to horses, horse whispering is a real thing. Put him on the Absolutely. list. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why he's so successful. I'm into it. Mike Smith on the list. On thank, the list. Thank you, Rudolph. Right, thank you, guys. Good Appreciate you. you. Good call. Hey, Marie, I have no idea how to hang up calls in here. I got another one, too. Yeah. The first footballer signed to a professional New Mexico United contract. Yes. Devin Sandoval. Very good. The next mayor of Albuquerque, Devin Sandoval. And then you have him, like, hugging little Christian Nava, like passing the torch for New Mexico soccer players. That's a better statue. Johnny Tapia. Johnny Tapia. Go. He's like quite a checkered past, but he is like the best <laughs> athlete ever from New Mexico. Didn't, isn't Jim Everett from here too? Jim Everett's from here. But Jim Everett, a statue. All of these people deserve statues. Here, who does not deserve statues? The dad from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> uh, r- real talk, he probably does deserve a statue. Like Brian Cranston, the person. If okay, yeah. If Brian Cranston donated like a wing at UNMH, by the way, I'm sure he's got the money. Oh yeah, give him a statue. Oh yeah, that's what I want. Hey, that's how Bob Costas got his statue. Just donate the children's wing, please. Hey, and if you're like oh, Fred, I ain't got children's wing money. Parking garage, don't care. Donate something. Hey, uh, city councilman. Uh, yeah, where's Pat Davis at? What What else did he do? <laughs> Uh, comedian, actor. He did something else for the city. Stephen Michael Casada. That's another good one. A very good answer Stephen again. Michael Casada. You're dialed in on it right now. He was on Breaking Bad. Yes. Like, well, like a guest spot. He did both. Like what's no, he's up? The actor. He's like a, no, yeah, he has a, a character. character. Recurring character. You would know that if you watched it. Well, I've never seen the program. I know. From the texture, a friend of the show, Chad Demi Moore. We uh, we mentioned that one earlier, so he, he caught up a little late. Yeah, but also Jimmy Moore's from Roswell. I don't know if any artist could pave pave those curves proper respect, so I'm not gonna. Mm. Yeah, I'm not trying to be like that. Mm. Got to hire the best for that one. Can't mess that one up. Albuquerque announces today breaking bad statues going up in the Civic Center. Oh my God, civil pride. <laughs> so stupid. There has to be like. A separate little stand, a little write-up. Yeah. Like when you're at a national park and they tell you, like, the history That's of... literally perfect. And it has to say, hey, guys, look, we're not honoring drug dealers. This is a cool thing in the history of Albuquerque. It took over the country, blah, blah, blah. Right. You quantify why you have the statue. You just can't have a statue of two meth dealers no. anywhere in your city. Also, here's Hank Basket's statue. Like, thank you. Isn't Julia Roberts from here? Like, there's a bunch of them. Uh, Julia Roberts lives in Santa Fe. Oh, God, I don't know. Or no, Taos. Yeah, Dennis Hopper lived in Taos. Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer lived in Santa Fe. Has a big old ranch up there. And it's about where you place them, too. Brian Urlacher's statue you put outside of UNM. Duh. And you're like, this thing is perfect. Mm-hmm. Fits perfect. Aesthetically, it works. Did he say some weird stuff later in his career? Yes, he did. Sure. Did he apologize for that? Yes, he did. I don't think that Brian Cranston ever apologized for the terrible things he did in the storyline that I can't recall because I never watched one. You never second. watched it. Yeah, I don't think it's on him. It's again, it's a fictional story. <laughs> Let's make sure we keep saying that 
fictional characters getting statues. Hey, also, like, according to this logic, you're like, well, uh, we should have a Darth Vader statue up anytime soon now, right? Uh, movies? <laughs> no. It's a stupid plan. Wait, hold on. There has to be a Darth Vader statue somewhere. There, I know there's one, like, in, like... has to be. There's one in Ukraine, because I regularly see, like, updates on if it's bombed or not. There's a Darth Vader statue in the Ukraine? Yeah, weird stuff. But there's not one in, like, Modesto. Where Star Wars was written. Mm. All right, hear me out. If I go down to Carlsbad, and like I'm entering, what what highway goes through Carlsbad? Uh, two eighty five. Cool. And on the left, there's a Trevor Rogers, and on the right, there's a Cody Ross. Mm. I'm like, this is cool. Sweet. I'm in Carlsbad now. The the welcome of the city sign says literally says home of Cody Ross. Yeah, the Rogers and Ross Pass. Thank you. Uh-huh. I'm in town now. Uh, yeah, just um, thanks for calling Domino's at the intersection of Rogers and Ross. Uh, we got a two-for-one deal today, but also um, uh, go Fins. The the main drag of town has a Sonic on each end, so you got the Rogers Sonic and the Ross Sonic. That's going to traverse yeah, the whole town. That's super sweet. Mm-hmm. Are there two high schools in Carlsbad? Shout out to Mitch Garver. Mitch Garver deserves one? Yeah. The Cowboy, Ray Birmingham. Uh-oh. Put a statue up. Ray Birmingham. He's, He's from Hobbs. Cowboy Cerrone. He lived here for a long time. How about that? Your boy, Alan Branch. You love Alan Branch. You talk about him all the time, eh, Marie? How come you're not tooting Alan Branch's horn right now? We can't go a single day without you praising Alan Branch. Born in Rio Rancho. Oh, because you say oh. Rio Rat Hole. That's why. No, I don't. Oh, if we forgot Domo Arigato, Demi Lovato. She deserves a statue. You know, what has she ever done? Sang songs. Is she a singer? I thought she was an actor, so that tells you how little I know. Both. I think singer, songwriter, and actress. And we're all working out the philosophy that the Unzers already have a statue at the museum, right? We don't. I know none of us know that for certain, but that's a belief that we currently have. Well, they have their own museum. That's a quality. That's that's better than a statue. They got their own museum. Period. If Colt McCoy's statue went up in Hobbs, would you guys go check it out or no? Colt McCoy's. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, you miss me with that one. <laughs> Albuquerque, though, I'll go see it. This is the list. Not the list. Breaking Bad. You're being really hard on Breaking Bad. It's just so stupid. Did a lot. It did a lot for our city, though. That's not what Albuquerque. we're saying. That is not what we're saying whatsoever. Its cultural impact has come and passed. That is not what I'm saying. I don't think so either. Give me what you're saying. It's a positive, it had a very positive effect on the city of Albuquerque and the mm-hmm. state of New Mexico. It mm-hmm. boosted the economy. It brought attention to the area. It increased. Like It was so popular, we now have Tamalywood here. That's because of the popularity of Breaking Bad. That is not what I'm saying at all whatsoever. I'm saying don't have two random meth-dealing statues in the middle of your town. Do you know how many hot East Coast yoga instructors moved to Santa Fe because of Georgia O'Keeffe? Tell me that has less of an impact. I mean, Georgia O'Keeffe has her own museum. Yeah, she does. And her house is like a national park. There's also that. George R.R. Martin, statue. With the money you saved... With the Mike Smith statue, you can make a George R. R. Martin. For the cost of two statues. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, it would be one and a half. Isn't Bill Gates from here? Like, there's a grip of dudes where you're like... So, the weird thing is, both Amazon and Google had a chance to start here. Yeah. 
And they wouldn't give him enough tax and rebates. Paul Allen, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, that's what I meant. Microsoft, not yeah. Google. All from here. Which became Google. And if you're like, hey, look, it, Billy the Kid is an actual criminal. That's the one you actually go with. You don't go with TV. What channel is Breaking Bad on? NBC? A- AMC. AMC. Hold up. It's not even on a regular network? It's on AMC. It blew up AMC. They put AMC on the map. AMC of the crappy Walking Dead? Oh, my gosh. So you, I just want to make sure I got this right. The Thursday night lineup was Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, and Flavor of Love. And you guys were like, this slaps. Flavor of Love? Wasn't that MTV? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, that wasn't. A Rock of Love. I'm sorry. I don't think that was either. Yeah. Whatever. Stupid show. Stupid idea. We're going to finish our top tens whenever we get back. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirit. And we spend our weekends sipping on New Mexico's vodka at Teller Vodka. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Continuing our top ten list, because I got distracted by this hair. you talk. Kay Kirky article about Breaking Bad statues. I get so fired up, man. You do get fired up. Josh Sushan, the Sush. will be joining us at 645. Then we'll hand this program off to Isotopes Baseball. We left a lot on the table today. You know, we did. A lot of statue talk. A lot of statue talk. A lot of this stuff can come right back tomorrow. That's true. Because if you think we're going to let you, Albuquerque, go 24 hours without an update on the 50-plus chicken restaurants that Shaquille O'Neal is opening throughout Texas, you're wrong. Because when we set up a road trip to the nearest one, we know you're going to be in, friends of the show. Let's go. We'll get a bus. Duh. Hey, Chisholm Trail RV, what's up? Can we get an RV headed out west? What? You mean east? Yeah, we get confused, though. Okay, what's the chicken joint closest to a Mountain West Lobo competitor? Oh, good answer. We do all that together. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And we send in 50 of them friends of the show, and we all order Charles Barkley's. Yeah. I'm in on this. Shaq, do you have impossible chicken for Van? <laughs> And they don't, and we all just erupt with cheer. <laughs> Amory's Amy like, told you so, told you, I told you when we were at Hobbs. What is the chicken alternative? What is Impossible Chicken? I believe it's turkey. I got just turkey. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not God, man. I don't know all the rules. Some form of tofu? <laughs> it's got to be some form of tofu. That sounds correct. Uh, Impossible Brand makes chicken nuggets. They just, just slap a bunch of chicken nuggets together. Oh, look, they've got uh, ultimate chicken fillets. Everything's bean now. And by the way, it's not as bad as it used to be. Also, I think jackfruit could be chicken. Pulled pork. Jackfruit is 100% pulled pork. I was an Absolutely. idiot for thinking otherwise. Yeah, jackfruit makes amazing carnitas. Maybe like your Royal Highness mushrooms. What's the other one? Beyond? My number five player in the NFL. Aren't we on six? We'll just do five. Top five. Christian wait, wait. McCaffrey is on my list. Ooh, whoa, really? Yeah, I got Christian McCaffrey. He's a 96 overall. And now, because he has two quarterbacks. <laughs> nice. He should be three. a three. 
Yeah, really, three. P.J. Walker kid, yeah. too. He might be the best out of all of them. Hey, and get ready for trick plays all day. Okay. Five on my list. Ramses was no dancing at the party. Oh, yeah. Rams. Hey, I got three Rams on my top five. Of course you do. Super Bowl champion. You're out. Jalen Ramsey, best cornerback in the league. He's my number five. Okay, hop off the trolley with that one. Hey, Marie, what do you got? For the for number five? Yeah. I got Cooper Cup. That's a very good answer. Okay. Because he's my number four. Hey, he's my number four. What? Oh, party. Let's go. Gosh. Number three, Derrick Henry, that dude. It was so hard for me to rank Jonathan Taylor over Derrick Henry. It was like my brain, my brain wouldn't allow me to do it. Correct. Like I was writing it down on the paper and my hand was shaking. Because I couldn't not put Derrick Henry as the best running back in the NFL. He's the best running back in the NFL. Number three, I got the best edge rusher in the NFL, TJ Watt. Oh. Number, th- number three is TJ Watt for me. He, uh, he's kind of his brother's shadow. I got Josh think. Allen. Well, Okay. That's really good work, though. I mean, that's like pretty high, though. Did you skip four? Oh, what, well, I thought you said three. Sorry. Well, you did. We did because we both had your four. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, your five was our four. Now uh, we're on three, so you do four and three now. And then we had a harmonic celebration. It was really special. Oh, that's oh, so nice. Again. That's so nice. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. It hurts me to say this, but I throw a cornerback in there as well. Air hey. Alexander. Who? Oh, Out the Green strong. Bay Packers. Is he new? He's the highest paid cornerback as of right now. He it was hard as a Packer to put Ramsey above him, but I got him as I'm my just he's over my Ramsey. number two. I'm just over Ramsey. Dame Lillard is not the best basketball player in the NBA. I don't care. Miss me with salary talk. Did, no, no, that's not why I picked him. As I I told you, I addressed all the positions in my top ten. Jair is an easy number one. Like it's. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thanks, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Number two is Devontae Adams. Now he's away from that psychopath Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be able to finally reach his full potential with an absolute stud at quarterback and David Carr's younger brother, David Ezekiel Carr. Hey, Devontae Adams without Aaron Rodgers is Sammy Watkins. Whoa. Devontae Adams. That's crazy. His, his numbers are going to be cut in half this year. Oh, boy. With no Aaron Rodgers. Oh, boy. My number two <laughs> is the oh, aforementioned Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Take him back, back to back MVPs. You're kidding me. The best statistical quarterback in the history of the NFL. My number two is Aaron Punchakarma Rodgers. Pretty good answer, I guess. Hey, Marie, who you got? What number am I on? I think you're on. Th- I think do three and two. Yeah, okay, smart. I got. Uh, <laughs> okay, I got jo- uh, Josh Allen and Jonathan Taylor. Both very good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Those number both one very was good. too hard. I don't. I'm done. Well, we all have the same number one, Tom Brady. So good list, Aaron everyone. Donald. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Are you guys confused? Every game he plays is in the same stadium, which is super weird. Best and greatest. Those are two different things. Tom Brady is not the best quarterback. He's not the best player. He is the greatest player. What are you doing? Using the English language against you. No, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it he's makes not, tons of sense. He's not in my top ten. If you were to say, hey, please throw a touchdown pass, would you pick Tom Brady or Aaron Donald? Uh, I would pick Aaron Rodgers. No. Oh, t- who, he doesn't have anything to throw it to. Did Jordy Nelson resign? What if 
He deflected a pass from the quarterback and had a pick six. Yeah, Tom Brady would catch done it. a bunch. Boom. Tom Brady has never thrown an interception, so I'm not 100% sure what you're talking about. <laughs> not that was his fault. Oh, it's never his fault. Does Aaron Donald have a career interception? Got a bunch. No, he does not. He had eight of them in the Super Bowl alone. That doesn't make sense. Wait, what? According to this, he has zero. And he has zero touchdowns. You're going to tell me a guy? You think the best guy in the NFL? He's never scored a touchdown. I've literally seen Aaron Donald score a touchdown. I'm looking at his stats right here. Zero touchdowns. Okay, so Tom Brady has a total of 203 interceptions so far in his career out of the 20 million years. That's one a year. That's very good. Two, no, 203 He's played 200 years, so 1.03? Cool. Just wanted to put that out there. Oh, and let me guess. Aaron Donald has zero interceptions, too. Okay, cool. Aaron Donald, his worst year, he was ranked the fifth defensive player of the year. He was voted his worst year. He was voted the fifth best defensive player in his worst year. I'll say it again. All right. You two and every friend of the show take two seconds right now. Think back to that girl that left you. Okay, you know who she is. Well, don't have. Hey, Marie, you too. Okay, think back. That mom, that hot mom that left. Yeah, you think uh, back you to guys that. Keep thinking that. Channel your inner Zach Wilson. You didn't accidentally get in sports talk radio, hey, Marie. We're just playing <laughs> the odds here. <laughs> because the St. Louis Rams drafted Aaron Donald in 2014. And Aaron Donald and the St. Louis Rams are that girl that left me. And you guys don't show enough sympathy to me. You yeah, don't show got... enough sympathy to Breaking Bad. <laughs> and, that put my, and that put my hometown on the map, bro. Super good point. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Mailman, welcome to the show. Hey, I got a new name for the show today. Oh, okay. Two girls and a two guys and a little hotness. Okay, that's all right. Because he knows we're about to talk about taco toppings. That's what exactly. Does. That's what it is. Man, man, we gotta hit the varsity. You're the best. So such a good dude. He's so weird. He cracks me up. He's on my list of cracks me up. One of the biggest questions I get about the show, yeah, is like, is mailman actually delivering mail? Yes. And yes, the answer yes. is yes. If you can't hear the dogs barking and the mailboxes squeaking and the fences clacking, he is actively delivering mail during the show. Today's I nine varsity, the I nine varsity of taco ingredients. Okay. League office two eighty at I nine sports dot com, five oh five three one two forty nine ninety nine. Reach out to I nine sports. Leagues are always starting. <clears throat> Summertime. Summer sports. All right. Me or you first. Kick off. All right. I'm going to go with mild sauce. Okay. Mild sauce is my, yeah. my first ingredient. Mild sauce. From a can or a packet? Um, Taco Bell. Okay. Okay. So I, that's, I wrote this down on my paper. I'll show you in a second. Uh, okay. Fred's going to say Taco Bell stuff. <laughs> that's, I wrote it down right here. I went with mild sauce. Mild sauce, number one. Hey, Marie, what do you got? Cilantro. What? Okay. All right. Nice. I have to Google what the, is that a villain from Marvel? First of all, so, I'm going to tell you how to properly make a taco. Amory does not have the OR6A2 genetic defect. 
where cilantro tastes like soap. Also, I just learned because so I was congratulations. I was just googling cilantro, not spelled with an S, so I mm-hmm. didn't know. All right, oh boy, not. it is not. What was the name of that genetic disease? OR six A two. That's what people. Oh, it's one of my cilantro is one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay, there you go. There's a lot of foods that are that apparently crazy. What do you got, Van? Well, I got the most important ingredient to any taco. Okay, it's not a taco unless it's got a friggin' tortilla. Well, no, this is toppings, I thought. Uh, ingredients. Ingredients. A tortilla oh. is an ingredient. I didn't think taco. tortilla or any kind of protein or... Those I are, thought we were going strictly toppings. Those are all ingredients. No one said toppings. Well, and also, like, it would make sense you have no protein. Van is here. I, I wrote. Know. I wrote down. Beans have protein? Tofu has protein? <laughs> I'm going to go with hot. It's... Okay. The then, to- then if then you I don't have a tortilla... You don't have a tortilla, it'll just fall through your hands. Right. It's well, the plate put, and an ingredient. I'm putting beef or pork, then uh, get me back here. I thought we were doing <laughs> toppings. That's also a topping. All right, I'm still going with... You could put the cilantro on the bottom and the, the beef on top. I'm still going with hot is my number two. Hot Onions. what? S- sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going onions. I mean, Like grilled? You put grill, like a grill? No, you white onion, cilantro. I don't know about that. Mess me with that. You ever had street tacos? No, no. I bet it never has. No. Oh God, no. Not. Like hey. from, like from a, like a home free person. Gonna get a food truck somewhere downtown. Get you some street tacos while you go visit the dang Breaking Bad statue. So Fred will probably like pick the meat off of it as long as there's no salsa touching the meat. Yeah, that He'd would probably. Be safe. Fred would like like flat grill fried carne asada tacos i don't know what that if there was no salsa no onion no cilantro i like carnivals so i would try one at a, like a carnival taco is that what you carnival said? asada is that what you thought i said something different got it okay right. next i'm going with protein to make a taco you need a tortilla and then you need a protein i think that's very good <laughs> my last one is fire sauce oh my gosh Cilantro, lime, onion, the protein, and the tortilla. Perfect taco. That's it. That's all you need. That's a perfect Mexican street taco right there, girl. There you have it. Killing it. The Sush. When we get back, two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Isotopes are on the road. Isotopes are at Sacramento. We're right here on this program is the Sush. Josh Sushan, how are you? I'm well, guys and lady. I have not talked to um, you guys in a while. How was your weekend? I mean, I'm, I never complained, Van. How was your weekend? It's busy but good. A big, you know, big tie for the United. That was kind of nice. Hung out with the governor for a little bit. Was that four point week? Got yeah. a big hug from MLG. That yeah, was a whole thing. This handshake right. from TK. Hey, Marie, how was you? Just living that I world. Was good. Yeah, world. It's weird movie. to ask people about their weekend on a Tuesday night, but we haven't spoken in a while. So, this, you know. well, yeah, well, we don't talk on Mondays. Yeah, we don't. You need a day off. On Wednesdays we wear pink. On Mondays we don't <laughs> talk. Oh, that's very yeah. correct. So we uh, we've been talking throughout the program because it was announced today that the city of Albuquerque will be constructing Breaking Bad statues, and we both believe that's possibly the worst idea in the history of all statues deserving of the state and city. Jay, what statue would you go with if you're constructing a statue here in downtown Albuquerque? Holly Holm, without a doubt, right? Smart, smart answer. It's a great answer. It's a- no brainer. That's no brainer. The first one that comes to my mind. Breaking Bad. Miss me with that. Okay, Josh. Now, do you go Second by? Up. No, oh, no, oh no. Keep going. Is there already one of Al Unser? 
or the Unser family anywhere? So, all right, so the verdict is not back yet, but we know because of the museum that there should be. And because they have a museum, you would obviously put it at the museum. Right. Yeah. So I'm in on that. Follow-up question to Holly Holm. Do you, like, just put a picture of a statue of her, like, doing the boxing fist or, like, a big smile? Or do you go with my idea of mid-kick right when she connects with Ronda Rousey's That's face? That's a good question, yeah. 100% mid-kick because Boom. it's all about the photo opportunity. And you want to be able hey, look, I went to Albuquerque and I got kicked in the face by Holly Holm. Yeah. Aside from the Simpsons characters, which already have statues at Isotopes Park, what statue would you erect at Isotopes Park? Ooh, man alive. That is a really good question. Because you can't have Homer, Bart, Maggie, Lisa, or Marge. By the way, I don't know if there's a specific order you're supposed to name the Simpsons characters. I know that wasn't it. (laughs) Daryl Strawberry. (laughs) You start with Homer, and then it doesn't matter after that. Daryl. That's a good one. Daryl. Shave those sideburns, Sosha. Oh, I got one. I got one. All right. Tommy Lasorda. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, it's more of a Duke's kind of thing. But. Yeah. Yeah. He was only, yeah. He, here's the thing about Tommy. Tommy was only in Albuquerque for one year. He's come back a lot, but he managed the 72 team, and that was it. Yeah. I miss me with that one. D. Gordon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Manny Ramirez night. Dep- Remembrance? Depending on how far Jock Peterson goes with the rest of his career, mm, maybe Jock Peterson and the car answer. that he gave away. Yeah. Very good answer. Uh, him in front of the hoopty. I mean, just the idea that he gave, that he allowed us to give away his car, and that his car was a piece of junk. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> just adds to the John Peterson legend. People still don't. Every time we talk about this, people tell me that we're just making this up. No, this is not a bit. This was a real thing. It happened in 2014, the final day of the regular season. Jock Peterson had this piece of junk car. Yes. It was the first car of his life. Love it. His teammate Griff Erickson's dad helped him buy it mm-hmm. because Griff Erickson's dad had this thing where he played minor league baseball, and at the start of every season, he would buy a car, and then he'd sell it right back to them at the end of the season so that he didn't have to rent a car or, or move his car out to whatever city he was in. Love that. Adorable. And, and so at the end of Jock's season, he's going up to the big leagues. He can't be driving this piece of junk in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a nice car. And so he allowed us to auction it off. Or not auction it off. Give it away for free right. to somebody. Hear me out. Not a statue of Jack Peterson, but put the hoopty out front. So you get the hoopty. <laughs> yeah. Put it on. And like Do like they did with like old like World War II tanks at parks around the country. You just gut it out, cement it down, and let kids play on it. Nope. I got I got, I got. got exactly what it is. Okay. You put the hoopty out front with Jock Peterson holding like a, a big ball of raffle tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or oh. holding his, uh, his, his, his chain, right? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Holding his chain that you can put around your head. That's a very good one. All we need is money in order to pull off any of these ideas. This, I, just, I mean, Jock Peterson has some. Can we just make a call? How's Sacramento? How are the boys feeling? Boys are feeling good, and well, I mean, look, this is a long road trip, right? This is twelve games, mm. and uh, we had another really, really painful loss Saturday. Well, well you guys were hobnobbing with all the uh, famous people on Saturday, trying to get statues. We're getting their 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 stomachs ripped out in excruciating fashion. Um, seven nothing at the stretch in the middle of the seventh, and lost it ten nine. Oh. A two out. Two-run pinch hit home run in the bottom of the ninth that he tied oh. it and then lose it in the tenth. Oh, um, not for but me. But I'll say this about the boys. Okay, so that's 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 an excruciating loss, right? Again, you're up 7 nothing in the seventh. You're up by four going into the ninth, and then you lose. So you've already lost 
four out of five in the series. And then you come back the next day, and it's 105 degrees at first pitch. It's too hot. And what do you do? You score two in the first, six in the second, two in the third. You lead 10 nothing, and the guy just called up to make his AAA debut. Goes five innings, and the only runs he gives up are unearned. Like, that's the mark of pros. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate in being a professional. Let's go home. You know? So the boys are feeling good about that, and then he had an off day here, and now you're playing a team that, you know, look, this is the Giants affiliate, and both teams are in fourth place, and I feel like the Topes have not won a series on the road, but I like their chances of, of taking four, at least four out of six here this week, boys. I like them odds, too. We got Antonio Cinzatella started off tonight. Five innings is the uh, plan for him on a rehab assignment. And so, uh, you know, the boys are going to eat well because, you know, Cinzatella is going to get them a nice postgame spread because that's what major leaguers do. So the boys are feeling really good. (laughs) How surprised are some of these guys to find out that Sacramento is the capital of California and not a good city? (laughs) Whoa, I actually like Sacramento a lot. I'm a big fan of Sacramento. And Dom Nunez would take great offense to that because he's from Sacramento. He's very excited to be back home. Our hotel is like a block and a half away from the Capitol. And it's the Capitol building itself. So if they don't know by the end of the six days, then then clearly they did not leave the hotel lobby much. Hey, if you're playing in your hometown, do you get, like, hotel exception? Like, can you go... Can you go stay at the house? Stay with the oh, mom. Yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah, he's staying with with the family. That's what's up. That's yeah, the way it should be. Family. I'd have the boys over. Yeah. I would do the whole thing where I'd be home like, cooking. Because you got a day game tomorrow, right? Yep. So I would do the, I would be like, hey, this is where I went to high school. Like, this is where I learned to inline bus. skate. I'd do that whole, I'm not even joking. Sure. I'd be like, I'd be like but, uh, but here uh, on the side of this parked street, uh, this is where I became a man. And people would be like, Fred, that's too much. <laughs> that is too much. Way too much information, big dog. I, when Dom was first with us in 2019, we had a day game, and he took a bunch of the boys out on the Sacramento River. I saw him, like, hustling across the street after the game in their bathing suits and flip-flops, and they got on a boat, and they went on the Sacramento River. Love that. Which is uh, located a Dave Winfield throw from this ballpark. 105 start tomorrow, 745 start Thursday and Friday. Are you going to need us to hang out a little later Thursday and Friday, do an extra segment? What's the deal? Lead into the pregame? How does this work? I don't know. We make it up. That's how it works. <laughs> do do you come on 15 minutes early and do an extra pregame? I do not come on early. That is clearly stated in my contract. Okay. I, I don't have a contract. Uh, <laughs> all right. Great, contract. great negotiator, Josh so, Sushan. If you would like to, to do an extra 15 minutes, we can do that. We can make, yeah, we can do that. Who's the guy that comes on after us? Zeke? Zeke Galb? Zeke Galb? his name? Yeah, I Zeke believe. would probably prefer Zash. that he doesn't get any airtime at all rather than 15 minutes. There is that. I agree with that completely. I need you to do me a favor, and I don't know what kind of access you have on this. Uh, Saturday night is Star Wars night out there in Sacramento. Can you? I mean, can you snake me one of these jerseys? What you got to do? You just get your hands on it. How's that work? Wait, it's a full-on jersey you want me to get? Well, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to come home like, fat on the. Like, I'm, I'm that guy. I just, I'm, you ask for a lot, and then when you get a little, you still get something. They're not going to give you anything after they heard my Sacramento comment. Oh uh, yeah, they're yeah. yeah. Do you Cause ever? Because they, they are all listening right here. I have a big audience. And Duh. Hey, do you ever get some cool away game like swag? Do you ever get like any of the cool giveaways at, at away parks? Um. I can't. I got a Nolan Ryan bobblehead when we were in Round Rock a couple of years ago. That's a good one. Oh, I got an Alex Bregman bobblehead when we were in Sugarland last year. Very good one. Um, 
honestly, I most of the stuff that I have gotten, I, I just give it away to somebody who I think will like it more than me. That's me. We're talking about me. <laughs> so I, I need to get a Star Wars jersey. For I think you? it's I a, mean, jersey a jersey giveaway. Star Wars jersey? night. Is this a full on like player giveaway jersey, or is this just like a replica? I think it's an auction one from players, so you might have to put down some serious cheddar, <laughs> but. <laughs> But oh, here's the $1,000 that I donated to the Boys and Girls Club of Sacramento in your honor, Fred. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so in between innings, they have to switch the rules for Sinzatella, right? So one pitcher is on MLB rules, one pitcher is on minor league rules. How much does that affect pace of play? Good question. Okay, so that's a good question. Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, the pitch clock is turned off when Sinzatella is pitching, but the automated ball strike system is used. Okay. Now, it used to be that Major League Baseballs were different than the AAA baseball, so the Major Leaguer would bring Major League Baseballs with him. But now that our baseball is the same as the ball in the Major Leagues, that's not an issue anymore. Well, that's so, super so, smart. Because so that would be that would be weird. I mean, not weird. It was just like a, just an awkward sight when you see a pitcher walking to the mound with a whole bunch of baseballs, and he hands them to the to the umpire. Six games on the road at Sacramento. The boys are six games under five hundred. Which you mean? I mean, that means we're going to sweep this series, and we're going to end up at five hundred come come Sunday. Is that correct? Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. And then you're home for a nine game homestand coming out of the uh, the not all star break break. You're telling me we're only 15 games away from being nine games over 500. That's incredible. Yep, that's a factual statement. Let's go, boys. That's the first time Fred's got anything math-related right on this show. It, today's been I'm bad. Impressed. Today, well, Josh, how does 99 percent of a workforce at a major league baseball stadium all agree to make the decision to step away from working? You can't get 99 percent of anyone to do anything. Oh, you're talking about the Dodger Stadium thing. Yes. Huh. Did you guys? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know this, but um, while w- w- the last road trip, wherever the heck we were, um, we had the anniversary <laughs> of when, famously when the Vancouver Canadians refused to take the field against the Albuquerque Dukes in 1989. It's because they had not been paid. It was July 6th. Their checks had not arrived. This is before a world of Venmo and direct deposit. So they f- refused to take the field. They f- there was a forfeit loss. I did That's a deep super dive sweet, on this, Jay. Um, we got to cut you loose because you got to do your thing. Who's on the pregame? Warren Schaefer. Good get. Good get. All right. What a Tough dude. Tough get. Man. <laughs> Van, any final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.